It's finally time to start firing up the grill. From city to shore, Acme is everything you need to prep for this summer season. Download the Acme app, the shop for this season's essentials, any way you want. Open the Acme app, clip your deals, then order your items online. An experienced Acme associate will carefully select your groceries, bag your order, and bring it right to your car or deliver right to your door. Download the app or visit acmemarkets.com for program details. But I think the development of full artificial intelligence will spell the end of the human race. It's a flying object, and we don't know what it is. I would hope somebody is checking it out. I'm glad the Pentagon is looking at this, because if it poses a threat, I want them on top of it. Well, the craft generates its own gravitational field. The internet has become the command center for criminals and terrorists. That's that's what we're instructed to say. Roswell, Area 51, alien kept deep under the ground. Trouble Minds Radio. I'm your host, Michael Strange, and hello to all of you who may also have troubled minds. What's going on, guys? It is Wednesday night, which is one of the nights we get together and talk about all the things we're not allowed to talk about. We do it Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday at 7 p.m. Pacific. What are those things we're not allowed to talk about, you may ask? Well, let me sum up because there's way too much to explain. Aliens, conspiracy, the paranormal, the government, academia, the 24-hour news cycle, propaganda, and the general feeling that we live in the upside down. As always, we're doing this live to include you because, as you know, I'm just a normal guy, knucklehead, on the internet with a microphone, and I don't have any special sources or inside knowledge about anything, really. I just uh, read stories and uh, tap some mythology here and there and uh, try and try and uh, come up with interesting concepts 
to think about and, and uh, interesting concepts to talk about. Because, well, <laughs> may you live in interesting times, they say. And so that's what this show's about. It's about that and all those other things, plus more. I mean, there's too much. I could I could do a, you know, a whole hour-long intro about all the amazing things we talk about on the show. But instead, well, we'll just talk about those things on the show. <laughs> so, uh, like I said, uh, just uh, just me. I'm, I'm not... Uh, uh, no, no, uh, no special anything. Just me, right? And so the thing here is uh, the special weapon, the secret weapon of troubled minds is you. And we've always done this in a live format. We've always done it to include you because uh, it, it just becomes a conversation. Some of these things are just s- such wild ideas that you kind of you know just scratch your head sometimes and wonder what the hell's really going on in the world we live in. Back to that whole concept of living in the upside down. And so, uh, well, uh, maybe maybe I'm not alone in that thought. Maybe. Maybe uh, people out there actually share the sentiment, and uh, the only way to know, right, because you can't just talk to normal people about crazy stuff, you know, water cooler type conversations, because if you do that, uh, they're going to think you're nuts, right? So the so one, the way I came up with uh, to, to figure out if, like, living in the upside down was actually a thing is I started a radio show. <laughs> And so here we are, and uh, actually just set up so that in a format so we could talk to you, so we could talk to each other, so we could share ideas and just kind of, um, you know, be be uh, pseudo, uh, uh, semi-anonymous, let's say. And, uh, you know, you could call me and give me a phony name and just tell me about your dreams, you know what I mean? Like, you just can't do that at work or, you know, around um, family or, you know, uh, especially in, in today's, uh, you know, hyper-political BS age where if you bring up the wrong thing... It, you're you're discommunicated from the church you're cast out from the family and uh etc so on or maybe even reported to hr at work who the hell knows right who the hell knows how this goes down anymore but uh well that's why we get together and do this by dark of night into that digital darkness as i said there and to include you so we are streaming on a a number of platforms and on digital radio so we are on a rockfin youtube d live and twitter uh streaming on those platforms of course and we're broadcasting live on the fringe fm that is digital radio and so well you tell me what what's going on with this i don't know i I don't even know anymore all these great conversations seem to uh, blend together it seems like one zeitgeist is our zeitgeist and we're planting the trouble lines flag a dead square in the center of this because why the hell not so if you want to be part of the show that's my long-winded way of saying i'd love to hear from you tonight as we get going if you want to be part of the show 702-957-1037 that's 702-957-1037 and uh, we'll put you on put you on the show you can talk to me and you can talk to whoever might be listening and i my 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 old joke about you know you never know who's might be listening uh that stands but i used to i used to joke that uh vlad maybe vlad putin's listening good, good old vladimir putin over out there in russia maybe he's listening but uh that was the old joke apparently that one is probably not that, that's dated i guess now because uh with uh, the, the recent news so uh just scrap that one and let's say oh i don't know maybe president xi in china maybe he's listening listening hopefully i didn't jinx anything there but yeah so that's what's going on tonight and as we stream on all those platforms i'm watching the chat so uh trying to keep up with you guys and all your amazing thoughts and uh, sort of incorporate them weave them into my thought process and and into the show as we go tonight so uh say say hi in the chat i'll come say hi to you during the commercial breaks so what's up what's up guys all right so so as we do this what do i what did i miss uh, that that 702-957-1037 click the discord link at troubledminds.org 
Discord, of course, as a chat client. It's a voice client. It's totally free, and uh, many people use it to play video games and communicate and the rest of that stuff. And uh, we use it to do a talk show and uh, to communicate afterwards and just uh, to, to bring people together. We're not sponsored by Discord. It's just an amazing program. And uh, please, please come join it. Troubledminds.org. The phone number is there. The Discord link is there. And also, we got another Discord running at fringe.fm slash chat. Please uh, join that as well. And one more thing before we before we get going here, uh, please also download the Fringe app. You can find that at your iTunes or Android app store. It's completely free. It's the easiest way to listen to Troubled Minds. You just smash the play button at exactly 7 o'clock Monday through Thursday, and uh, you'll get me. You'll get us. You'll get the Troubled Minds family, and uh, then you'll get all the other amazing program that comes along with that on the Fringe FM. All right, so uh, let's do it. Let's get, let's get to some weirdness. Everybody ready to get weird? Actually, let's do this. Uh, we usually don't have phone calls right off the bat, but let's try this. I'm uh, hesitant. We're going to do this. Welcome to Troubled Minds. What's your first name? Where are you calling from? This is Jeebus. It's been a while since I've been on the show. What's up, Jeebus? How you doing, my friend? A lot's happened. I, I lot's do, happened I do recognize your voice, and I can confirm How 100% been, this is a Jeebus. How are you, my man? What's going on? What's on your mind tonight? We haven't even got started yet, and you're dialing the phone number. You're, uh, you're ahead of the game tonight. Well, I, ha- I had a, a sighting uh, a while back since we last talked, and I actually recorded it and uh, completely forgot about it for some reason. But um, maybe you would like to, uh, how you say, um, be the first to, to go over it. Sure. Yeah, let's, let's hear it. Let's hear about your sighting. When, when, when did this happen, and okay. uh, what, what exactly happened? I was in um, my backyard, kind of embarrassing. I usually go outside, take a leak, and look up at the stars. And I just happened to be listening to music. So I had my camera handy, and I look up, and I saw what appeared to be a blue glowing plasma, like blue plasma discharge, and it was square, like a floppy disk at first, with a round center that was changing colors and it was like right over my head how high up approximately at first i thought it was a a, i couldn't tell because uh, it made no sound and it was like pulsating so at first i thought it was a drone and then i realized like uh if it's a drone it doesn't have standard colors i don't know anyone can get like any kind of leds they want for their drone but then it started changing shapes and doing um, insane maneuvers like recently I watched this thing on uh, the new racing drones I know they can do awesome maneuvers with drones but not like this okay all right so so then what happened video is only like 30 seconds okay so uh, you you said it was changing shapes Uh, what was it changing shapes to anything recognizable or just something else so at first it was like a square and then it would go into like a a triangle and then it would make uh like weird the only way i can describe it is like uh if you take like an electron microscope and look at glass you can see like the matrix covalent bonds or whatever like the invisible things that hold everything together okay and it was like uh, projecting that kind of 
And the way I was able to like get finer detail was uh, review the video, which I had for like over a year, but I didn't even really think about it on my old phone. And I finally uploaded it and I found out that I could put it in the slowest possible playback speed on my definition and zoom in and uh, freeze frame it. And it's like going in and out of the, how how some people call it dimension. And when it's really infinite point of reference, but uh, it was like going in and out of the, our optical view and then changing spectrums, which I can only, uh, hypothesize is like spectrums of energy discharge or whatever. Okay. So how long did this entire uh, thing last? Um, a little over a minute because it sat over my head for a while and uh, started like dimming in and out of, and it was like the, the sky was clear. So it was like making its own clouds and popping in and out of uh, optical view. Okay. All right. And, and so started doing very erratic maneuvers. Okay. And so they when can it only be, described like as a not of this world okay and when you lost sight of it did it on twitter did, did it zip away did it disappear how, how did it how did it leave you it went out uh over towards the ocean did some very erratic maneuvers and changed like its appearance and color and everything about it and then just went out towards the ocean I see. Okay. Uh, and you said you did have a video of this? Do you want to share it with us? Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Okay. If you, you can, can, just uh, drop it in the Discord. Drop it in the Discord. Well. Yeah. Uh, okay. Drop it. Uh, I don't know. Do you have it on YouTube or something? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Drop it on uh, on Discord, and I'll pull it up, and we'll take a look at it. Uh, so, so the thing is, too, okay. with this... Were there any other effects? Did you notice something happening with yourself? Uh, did did uh, you know some some people have described other things happening when they're in the presence of UFOs? Was there anything else that happened to you, maybe physically or mentally or otherwise? I I did start getting like the inclination to start uh, looking into a, a formula, a mathematical formula. There was a three four two zero 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 which is just happened to be Hubble's constant, which is like the expansion of the Milky Way. Well, which is uh, in, in uh, hot contest. Con- uh, uh, it's highly contested now uh, that they, they think that the Hubble constant is a, is an old measurement because they can't seem to repli- replicate it depending on uh, the data sets they're looking at. But I know exactly what you're talking about. Okay. So then, uh, so, so you had, so this mathematical thing kind of popped into your head. Anything else happened to you physically or mentally as a result of this? It well, it led me to uh, figuring out what Tesla's mentioned of whoever, uh, fully recognize the significance of three, six, nine would unlock the keys of the universe. Okay. All right. That, that's, that's one we've talked about often on this show as well. All right. All right. So, so, uh, please do share that video. I got to get going on the show here and let us, let us rock. If you want to call back a little bit later, I can uh, maybe review the video. Are you going to be around for a little bit? For uh, sure. 
Okay. So please uh, share yeah, that in yeah. the Discord. I'm, and then, I'm uh, tuning in. Okay. I'll pull it up. I'll pull it up, and we'll take a look Thanks at for it. Thanks Okay, I appreciate the phone call. Uh, thanks for sharing. Thanks for uh, dropping that video. We'll get back to you shortly. Uh, give me a call back like maybe in an hour and a half. How about that? That work? All right. All right, perfect. Have you ever heard of Zeta 3? Uh, n- uh, no. What what uh, what reference? Zeta 3. Uh, like with, a part of Euler's formula? Oh, no. Doesn't ring a bell. Okay. All right. Explain later. Explain later. We'll talk later. All right. Appreciate it. Thanks. Thanks for the phone call. Jeebus. Long time. No, no hearing from you. Thanks for sharing. Thanks for the phone call. Always a pleasure, my friend. There we go. Easy as that. Uh, Thanks for testing out the phone lines. Jeebus is an old friend of mine. Uh, We we met on discord a while back and uh, he's uh, he always got some pretty, pretty amazing ideas. A friend of Bailey's as well, if you guys know Bailey. And uh, so, okay. So that's what we're doing tonight. We're going to start talking about this DNA memory stuff. So thank you uh, for the phone call. Jeebus. Thanks for testing the phone lines. Thanks for getting us kicked off here. And uh, so what we're talking about tonight is uh, not ufos well maybe because well maybe maybe your your dna memories have some ufos in them who the hell knows right so there's this there's this thing called epigenetics all right the study of epigenetics and what what it means is that uh we have something known as this dna memory okay and by the way uh, uh phone lines do work as confirmed by my good friend jeebus and you can uh, f- call into the show at 702-957-1037 all right so uh, th- this epigenetics thing it's known as uh, this DNA memories, all right? And so, uh, meaning like uh, we've talked about this in the past on this show in in several different forms, actually, because if you think about, well, just um, let's say arachnophobia, okay? Like some people automatically know uh, to be, uh, you know, have have this... uh, unnatural aversion to spiders is I guess what the definition of arachnophobia might be. But, but I think the reason for that is it's sort of built into this DNA memory set, this idea of this epigenetics. Okay. And so what, what it, what it means is that uh, we can pass on information, even memories from one generation to the next, and they're encoded in our genes. And then all they need to do is be switched on or switched off based on, uh, right. Uh, just the, way genes work and you know that's that's a normal thing based on you know you got two parents so you got two sets of genes for everything that's part of the whole uh, you know a gene gene diversity stuff and i mean it's all good until well then we're, we're talking arachnophobia right then it's then it's not so good but but the crazy part about it is uh, is that okay so if we know to be maybe afraid of snakes or afraid of spiders or afraid of things like this, then uh, w- without ever even seeing them, like, you know, the first time, like a, like maybe when you're little and you see a snake for the first time, you know, you, you may just instantly uh, get, have this like aversion to it. And I, and I think that's what's going on here. Um, there's a lot of things with clearly with our DNA, with our, with our genome, with a lot of things that we just don't really have the answers to. And unfortunately, uh, scientists in many cases have kind of cited some of this as, uh, you know, junk DNA, things like this, you know, Wh- which to me has always been just absolutely laughable. It's like, oh, okay, sure. Uh, you know, we, we've gone through this uh, n- n- trials and tribulation of all the, you know, as the scientists would say, evolutionary process, right? And then uh, clearly the, uh, we just have all this junk that doesn't work or <laughs> uh, it, 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 the hubris of, of humankind sometimes is laughable. 
possible. But but uh, junk DNA, right? Well, what if in that junk DNA is coded not just memories, all right? Memories of different things, memories of trauma. And so we've talked about trauma as well in terms of maybe MK Ultra, and in terms of maybe uh, that's how you sort of break down people's reality, right, with trauma. And MK Ultra in specific, um, you know, back that that old uh, mind control program of the '60s, uh, late '50s, early '60s, uh, was sort of based on exactly that uh, trauma, not just uh, trauma through uh, they were they would do horrific things to people, they would uh, smear feces on them, they would do things like um, uh, you know break them down, sort of like Marine Corps style, where they abuse them verbally, maybe physically. Uh, they would do things like they uh, uh, they would give them drugs. Right, LSD was one of the big things that they used to test with MK Ultra, but basically the idea was, uh, you know, sort of that Manchurian candidate idea and that you have these like sleeper entities that have been programmed one way or the other, okay? And so in terms of trauma, they would use it uh, to, to sort of recode people's uh, I guess you could say programming, like their base programming, whatever, whatever that may have been. Okay. And so the weirdness to that is that, uh, you know, if you can reprogram, maybe, maybe, uh, like our genes, which genes are switched on and off, you can reprogram like, in, like our entire, maybe not entire genome, but at least in terms of controlling people, if you can do that with uh, trauma itself, which again, back to that MK ultra stuff, that's exactly how they did it. And by the way, like I mentioned, the Marine Corps, the, the Marine Corps itself or like any sort of military training is based on trauma, right? The whole point is they, they like sleep deprive you, uh, you know, they make you do all kinds of horrific things, crawling through the mud and in the cold and, you know, things like this and just sort of break down your idea of what uh, comfortable even means anymore so that you cannot question it. It's, uh, you know, if it's a Marine, take that hill. You say yes, sir, right? And that's and that's the way it goes. It's not. Uh, it's not about. Uh, that's probably a bad move, sir. Why should we? They don't. They don't want soldiers that ask questions, right? Like you say yes, sir, and then you go take that hill. So uh, that doesn't happen, right? Without some sort of actual like traumatic reprogramming of the psyche, of the consciousness, of you know the heart, the soul, whatever you want to call it, right? So so there's a lot to that in terms of maybe just trauma and reprogramming and and that type of stuff, right? But but then on top of that, now we have this other thing where we're talking about this epigenetic stuff where you actually have DNA memories. And it does go back to, uh, you know, maybe these traumatic events like, like you know, maybe uh, being chased by a bear or, you know, maybe you have some like bizarre, weird aversion to bears because your ancestors or one of your ancestors, by the way, was maybe chased up a tree by a bear, right? Something like that. And I think that's the weirdness to this is that it's kind of impossible to trace this back because we're literally it's guesswork because we can't consult, you know, great, great, great granddad and see if he was chased up a tree by a bear. And maybe that's why we have a weird aversion to bears. Right. And so there's a whole lot going on sort of just in our genome and our just just in our our whole body head to toe that we can't really quantify, but it's there yet. It's there. And so, well, that's what we're talking about tonight. So my, the question is for tonight. This idea of DNA memories. I got some articles we'll get to as well. But thank, thanks, Jeebus, for the phone call kicking us off there. I appreciate that. Uh, so, so the idea is this. 
if you have these DNA memories that can cause things like arachnophobia and aversion to maybe snakes or reptiles, you know, things like this, which are more common, of course, in m- many people, because clearly, for obvious reasons, there's, there's venomous snakes that can kill people. There's venomous spiders that can kill people. And so us knowing that, having that built into our genetic memory uh, through, this, uh, through this epigenetic stuff, uh, well, it, it gives us an advantage, right? An actual uh, ev- evolutionary advantage if we know what to avoid, right? Well, it got me thinking in terms of, okay, so if that's the case, and we can actually sort of break this down to, well, let's say, let's say uh, different things like that, like aversions or uh, maybe, maybe just being safer with particular things or situations, and it's kind of just burned into our being, then what if somehow, some way, it's possible to actually have the dreams of our ancestors, meaning that, of course, if you dream and this epigenetics DNA memory stuff is legitimate, is it possible that the dreams we have in certain circumstances are not our dreams at all? Instead, we may be dreaming through this DNA memory, the dreams of our distant ancestors. What are your thoughts tonight? Love to hear your your idea on this. You think this is possible? 702-957-1037. That's 702-957-1037. This is Troubled Minds. I'm Michael Strange. More DNA memories, ancestral dreams, and your calls when we return. Be right back. Don't go anywhere. Finally time to start firing up the grill. From city to shore, Acme is everything you need to prep for this summer season. Download the Acme app, the shop for this season's essentials any way you want. Open the Acme app, clip your deals, then order your items online. An experienced Acme associate will carefully select your groceries, bag your order, and bring it right to your car or deliver right to your door. Download the app or visit acmemarkets.com for program details. It's finally time to start firing up the grill. From city to shore, Acme is everything you need to prep for this summer season. Download the Acme app, the shop for this season's essentials, any way you want. Open the Acme app, clip your deals, then order your items online. An experienced Acme associate will carefully select your groceries, bag your order, and bring it right to your car or deliver right to your door. Download the app or visit acmemarkets.com for program details. It's finally time to start firing up the grill. From city to shore, Acme is everything you need to prep for this summer season. Download the Acme app, the shop for this season's essentials, any way you want. Open the Acme app, clip your deals, then order your items online. An experienced Acme associate will carefully select your groceries, bag your order, and bring it right to your car or deliver right to your door. Download the app or visit acmemarkets.com for program details. Welcome back to Troubled Minds. I'm your host, Michael Strange, and we are streaming on Rockfin, YouTube, DLive, and Twitter. And we are broadcasting live on the Fringe FM. And tonight, we're taking your phone calls, as always. 
But I want to hear your thoughts on this thing in particular. Something known as DNA memories. Epigenetics. Is it possible that not just trauma and memories sort of seep through from generation to generation, but what about, in particular, our dreams? Is it possible that our dreams themselves are not solely our own and some of that trauma from past generations epigenetics these ancestral dreams and dna memories do they merge at some point and maybe the dream you have about i don't know being a fighter pilot in world war ii is actually maybe grandpa's dream is that possible what about the deeper darker older dreams back to let's say the primordial birth of your family. What do you think? Is this even possible? And there's there's a lot of studies that suggest it. it is. It's very possible. And not just people, but animals as well. Of course, there's a, a famous study with mice that kind of uh, kick-started this idea, which we'll get to in a little bit here. But that's, that's the question tonight. Do you think it's even possible to pass on these DNA memories and somehow, some way, instead of our dreams being our own, they're actually the dreams of somebody else from our distant past in our own genetic family and that's the question on my mind tonight just another standard wednesday on troubled minds talking about all kinds of crazy stuff so love to hear your thoughts 702-957-1037 that's 702-957-1037 and we'll put you on the show and uh that's that it's as simple as that uh, click the discord link at troubledminds.org all right so what, me, what got me started on this? Let's, uh, let's get to the articles here real quick and then keep on rolling. As usual, I'd rather hear from you guys, but let's start here. This is from uh, Jen, uh, Jen Eng News, and uh, this is, of course, genetic, bio, bio, uh, genetic Engineering and Biotechnology News. Uh, new epigenetic mark found in rotifer was captured from bacteria uh, 60MYA, right? And again, kind of science-heavy, this stuff, but you'll see where, where I started with this because uh, I do like to show you where, where my morbid thought process leads from uh, start to finish. <laughs> so, so here we go. Uh, DNA carries the blueprint for building bodies, but it's a living document. Adjustments to the design can be made by epigenetic marks. In humans and other eu- eukaryotes, two principal epigenetic marks are known. But a team from the Marine Biological Laboratory has now discovered a third epigenetic mark, which had previously only been known in bacteria, in tiny freshwater invertebrates known as adeloid rotifers, which we've talked about in the past a little bit. Uh, this is the first time that a horizontally transferred gene has been shown to reshape the gene regulatory system in a eukaryote. And this goes on a little bit. It's, like I said, a little bit science heavy. Uh, as always, if you want to follow up on me and uh, double check my work here, uh, the, the links are always in the description as part of the transparency process, part of uh, why we take calls live. And again, uh, sort of just to, just to get some ideas. But I want you guys to know that I'm not completely full of it. I'm only partially full of it, so uh, you can find. Yeah, and don't don't uh, don't worry that this this actual uh, delay rotifer actually looks like a penis. That's I'm sure that's a coincidence. Uh, anyway, so then let's move on to the next one here, and this is uh, called uh, PsychCentral.com. Right there, you go. There's you got to crack the jokes, right? Uh, so PsychCentral.com, and this is now this is what got me going sort of down this rabbit hole, and thinking in terms of well, not just this. D- DNA memory cycle of uh, epigenetics and that we we actually are kind of passed down these ideas, these stories, these uh, experiences from the past outside of our own lifetime. 
through through our genetic build, our genetic makeup. Like, does, doesn't that sound wild? Where how we are actually not even uh, in in well, you can't you can't even say you're yourself exactly, right? And so we talk about what consciousness is, what it means. All that kind of stuff on this show all the time. What does it mean to be an individual you? What makes me me? What makes you you? That sort of stuff, right? But if we're talking about like just our ancestral DNA heritage, and you trace that back, who knows? Uh, they, they've actually uh, gone through some studies and, and actually uh, proved, uh, well, you know, scientifically proven, let's say, that uh, 14 generations back, they can trace this DNA memory back, right? And so that doesn't mean that it doesn't go further back than that. That means that's as far as they could figure out based on, right, sm- small life cycles uh, in laboratories with, uh, you know, critters that aren't people, because if they're doing, right, this stuff on people, that's a that's a whole nother, whole nother conversation for sure. But here we go. So this is, again, this is from psychcentral.com. And what is this genetic trauma, right? What is this? What does it mean? Uh, Researchers are studying how ancestral trauma might be passed down to future generations through genetics and other means. And that's what we're talking about tonight, all right? And uh, have you heard of this? Uh, Do you think this is possible or do you think this is some some other stuff? And I I think it's interesting to note, too. So in regard to this genetic trauma or epigenetics or this idea of... We're, we're gaining knowledge even before our birth. Like we're literally when when the you know the when the the union is made in the womb. Like those those actual experiences that trauma from our ancestors is already embedded in us. It's just a matter of um, maybe recognizing those situations and turning those genes on to let us know uh, danger. Will Robinson, right? Something like that. So uh, danger, Michael. Danger, Michael Strange. So so I don't know. Uh, you tell me. Do you think this is real? Here we go. Let's read a little bit more of this. Uh, can trauma be passed down via genetics. Uh, That's a question heavily debated by the scientific community. Uh, There's growing interest in the question of whether trauma experienced by our parents and grandparents may impact our mental health. Uh, But it's not clear yet if that impact is biological, psychological, or both. And again, this is straight from the article. Uh, Genetic trauma refers to the effects of trauma that some say we inherit from previous generations. While genetic trauma is a term people uh, search for online and use in everyday conversation, do they though? <laughs> I'm not so sure they do. Maybe a troubled minds, but not, uh, not, uh, not, not, not. Uh, I, I, I would not say this happens in everyday conversation. But anyway, uh, many. It says many experts avoid the term. All right, that's fine. I'm not an expert, so uh, I'm safe. Tracy L. Bale, PhD, a neuroscientist at the University of Maryland, says, "Quote: We don't have much evidence that trauma is genetically or epigenetically, more precisely, inherited. Uh, we don't have much evidence, right? Now, not no evidence." We don't have much because, of course, we're talking about humans on a, on a human life scale, right? So it's difficult, uh, sort of how they say that uh, from inside of the, the thing, right? Like trying to measure the how big the earth is from inside the earth. Um, it's, it's an impossible task because you don't know where the outside dimensions are, right? And so in, in the same term here... It, it, it kind of fits because you you can test this stuff in like mice or something because they don't live that long, right? Or maybe these other uh, bizarre, you know, uh, the the deloid rotifers like we were talking about because you know they don't live that long. So you can actually test some of this stuff from generation to generation in like you know within a year type of thing. So so the question becomes then. 
since we can't really take a measurement of humanity because we're still sort of locked into that human life cycle. And if we start chopping out humans super fast, like I said, that becomes a whole nother uh, conversation that we probably don't want to have. But, but the, so the question is, can we measure it from inside uh, the shell inside the human? uh, Well, lucky mud, the golem, the meat suit, whatever you want to call us, whatever this is. I don't know. Uh, I don't have answers here. Just questions, but all right. So, so with that said, this continues. So, um, Uh, So they say there's not much evidence, but there is evidence to suggest this is real. So epigenetics is a study of how the events that happen to you and your behaviors, such as traumatic events and uh, trauma responses, can change the way your genes work. These changes don't affect your DNA sequence, but they can affect how your body reads that DNA. All right. But even if there isn't a a direct genetic evidence, Bale notes that the effects of trauma on the next generation can be important without being inherited. All right. Which uh, sort of brings up an entirely other question here and that if we were thinking in terms of epigenetics all right and saying that if we can actually pass on information from generation to generation and use that uh, for some purpose again for survival skills for uh, you know maybe maybe this is how uh, like uh, let's say savants are, are built you know let's say let's say that uh, there was some sort of a you know a genetic memory where people in your past were predisposed and uh, making you predisposed because they were like brilliant musicians right and so maybe uh, so, some of the most brilliant musicians of our time actually had uh, you know uh, maybe ancestors that were also brilliant musicians musicians, but it, it sort of uh, trickled down through this uh, this epigenetic idea to create them in terms of, uh, I don't know, like just a, just a savant, just a, just a, those, those, those prodigies that are just take, take to music like fish to water sort of thing. Like, how does that happen? Is it just a sequence of the brain that's maybe a lucky inherited trait, or do you think it is possible that all this DNA memory stuff is, uh, is legitimate? And so that's the question tonight. I don't know. And, and then again, with all the this, there's some actual studies we can get into where they've, where they've uh, tried to prove this stuff is real or not uh, with DNA memory. But the thing happens after this that, that uh, again, my brain goes nuts when I start thinking about these things. And I was like, okay, so if this is the case, this, this idea of this DNA memory and we're passing it on from generation to generation through trauma because trauma is sort of the thing that burns uh, into so deeply into us. Like I said, sort of with the MK ultra bit, it does change who we are on a fundamental level, right? It's like the Marine Corps, uh, go get the Hill PFC, sir. Yes, sir. Right. Like you don't, you don't question because you've had that trauma burned into you and it's, it is what it is. Right. And so, in terms of that, not just in, in a military scale or conversation, but what about the rest of it? What about other traumas from uh, the past lives, right? So there's a couple things about this. Is uh, Clearly and obviously, you can't have this happen. Like the trauma after... Okay, so uh, let's say that uh, grandpa uh, or grandma or whoever, some, pick some ancestor, uh, had something happen to them in the later part of their life. Well, it's it's too late to pass that on, right? So these things sort of have to be passed on previous to your birth, right? To the birth of your parents, to the, right? So they can't like have, have the child that's your mother or whatever or father and then 
then have this experience and then it gets passed on. It doesn't work that way. It has to happen before uh, the birth of the next child. So the genes pass. Right. So that's the one obvious thing that's a little bit strange here that we're talking about, you know, especially in the old days, you know, very short lifespans. We're talking about uh, people having kids when they were very, very, very young. So I don't know. I wonder. I wonder if there's any truth to this, because, of course, like always, uh, a troubled mind uh, doesn't doesn't go hook, line and sinker with any of this stuff easily because you never know. You never know if we're being fibbed to. So so then I got thinking in terms of, okay, so not only this. So is it possible if this this maybe trauma or DNA memory is passed on from from generation to generation? Is it then possible that maybe in our dream state, we're actually sort of locked in to the dreams of our ancestors? And if that's the case, well, I'd love to hear your idea on this. Have you ever had a dream that was from the distant past when you thought you had no idea whatsoever what it would have been like then other than like a you know some bad movie late night on the sci-fi channel or maybe some book you read about Sherlock Holmes or something like this like some actual like no no like direct idea and you never really thought about it but for some reason you have a dream that sort of takes place out of time out of your time and in the past somewhere and maybe even a different place and maybe it's a recurring dream. And that's what I want to know about tonight. Do you think it's possible, one, uh, to actually pass on these DNA memories uh, through ep- this epigenetic idea? And number two, do you think somehow, some way, it can actually infect our dreams? And so have you ever had a dream that was the distant past? It seemed to be a place that you shouldn't have no knowledge of, but it seemed like you knew exactly where you were and exactly what you were doing there. And then upon waking... You were confused because you had never been to 17th century London before, right? Or never even thought about it, really. So something like that. I don't know. You guys tell me. Uh, I have no idea what to think about this. I just, I'm the idea guy. I'm, I'm the guy with questions. I don't have any answers. But uh, I, unfortunately, I don't have a lot of, um, uh, uh, let's say, yeah, this happened to me once. Because as you know, I've said this plenty of times, uh, I, I typically don't remember my dreams on a, on a you know normal basis and when i do they're horrific dreams they're, they're uh, like a, the big eye the reptilian eyeball staring in the window type stuff right so so maybe maybe that's passed on from a oh, i don't know a caveman ancestor back in the time of dragons I, who the hell knows but anyway so that's what i want to know about have you ever had a dream that you think possibly could have had this link to this dna memory maybe it wasn't your dream it was sort of a dream passed on through your genes from one of your ancestors. One more time, 702-957-1037. That's 702-957-1037. Love to hear your ideas here because, again, like I said, I don't, I don't have a, a, a whole lot of things to draw on because I've never had this happen, but um, I'm sure it's out there. I'm sure that if we're talking about this epigenetics, DNA memories, is it possible that it somehow dreeps, uh, seeps into our dream states? See what I almost said there? Dreeps into our seam states? That doesn't work as well. Seeps into our dream states. Uh, do you think that's a thing? Do you think it's possible? I don't know. I think it's very possible, but uh, I guess we can confirm that if one of you guys calls and actually says, yeah, hey, this happened to me, and I think maybe. So uh, as you know, we're drinking the maybe juice and considering all these things. So uh, we got 
more stuff, we can get to the studies and whatnot. But um, let's see. Uh, let's see. Oh, yeah, there's another thing, too, and I want to bring this up. Uh, so so uh, in in those terms of that context of DNA memories, Adonis says, no, Mike, I think it's one's past lives. And so that's another question here. So how does this idea of reincarnation fit into this? Because if we're talking about this idea of DNA memories and from our ancestors and dreams and these sorts of things, is it then somehow maybe, maybe not? Instead, instead of this, it's not this at all. It's possibly sort of the reincarnation cycle. And you're not remembering uh, an ancestor's dream, per se. You're actually remembering your own dream of your own past lives. I don't know. Like I said, there's a lot to this. And I'll get into more because I don't want to just spill all the, the goodies right off the bat. But uh, as you know, this is a nonlinear, open-ended. We can take it any direction you want to take this. But do you think any of this is possible to start? That's the question here. That's where we begin. And I, I wonder, I wonder. I've never had an old, old-time old dream, like a you know sort of Charlie Chaplin, black and white sort of dream. You know what I mean? Nothing quite like that. But I'm sure somebody out there... And listens to Trouble Minds probably has. So one more time, love to hear your thoughts on this. 702-957-1037. That's 702-957-1037. And we'll put you on the show. Easy as that. Uh, so so I don't know. I don't know. Like I said, I'm, I'm, I'm the questions guy, not the answers guy. All right. So there's more. There's a ton of this. If you guys look up epigenetics and look at DNA memory, if you look, just kind of dig into this a little bit, there's a ton of stuff. There's there's actually a ton of uh, impressive things that are happening with this. Here we go. Uh, so a little bit more from this. I'll read some of this until I'll bore you guys to tears with some of this information until you call me. Uh, Mysteries of epigenetics. There's more to genes than DNA. This is from SciTech Daily, and this is uh, from June 22nd last year. Uh, biologists in the universities of Bath and Vienna have discovered 71 new imprinted genes in the mouse genome. Now, this is the, the, the study where this comes in, and they have data regarding this. A finding that takes them a step closer to unraveling some of the mysteries of epigenetics, an area of science that describes how genes are switched on and off in different cells at different stages in development and adulthood. To understand the importance of imprinted genes to inheritance, we need to step back and ask how inheritance works in general. Most of the 30 trillion cells in a person's body contain genes that come from both their mother and father, with each parent contributing to one version of each gene. The unique combination of genes goes part of the way to making an individual unique. Usually each gene in a pair is equally active or inactive in a given cell. This is not the case for imprinted genes. These genes, which make up less than 1% of the total of 20,000 plus genes, tend to be more active, sometimes much more active, in one parental version than the other. Okay? This is where things start to get weird. Until now, researchers were aware of around 130 well-documented imprinted genes in the mouse genome, all right? And this is where the study comes in. The new additions take this number to over 200. Professor Tony Perry, who led the research from the Department of Biology and Biochemistry at Bath, said, quote, Imprinting affects an important family of genes with different implications for health and disease, so the 70-plus new ones add an important piece of the jigsaw, all right? And uh, so here we go. Let's see, where's, where's this study here? It's in here somewhere. Um, okay, I'll break it down. Uh, sort of, uh, I'll, I'll, I'll cut off the cuff this one. So, so it goes like this, right? They they did this study in mice, where you know, as they do in laboratories, they like to be cruel to mice uh, because, well, that's how you learn things, right? You be cruel to cruel to animals. Uh, but what they did is they put mice in this particular cage where they could give them an electroshock, right? And they had the, had ways for them to escape and get off of like the the shock plate. So what they would do is they put these mice in this uh, particular cage where they could shock their feet. And it wasn't, you know, like 
it wasn't as grotesque as it sounded. It was like a static shock, right? It was one of those. It, it didn't actually hurt them, but it, it was uh, uh, traumatic enough to, to put fear in their hearts because they didn't know what was happening. Uh, and I say, put fear, putting troubled minds, putting fear in the mice of in the, in the minds of mice, right? No. Uh, so, so what they did then is they they started uh, putting like this uh, cherry smell, right? Uh, so first they'd shock the mice, and then they they'd run off, okay? And then eventually they'd come back to this common area where they were shocking them. And then the mice, uh, what they did each time when they shocked them, they emitted this um, smell of like a cherry, like a cherry blossom, cherry tree, something to this effect, right? So it, it happened... Uh, they 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 would shock them for the first time, then they'd come back out, then they'd release this cherry smell, and then they'd shock them again. So when the cherry smell came, they knew something bad was about to go down, and they'd scatter, right? So sort of that Pavlov dog thing, right? That whole idea. So it was con- it was a conditioned response based on uh, a stimulus, which of course in this case would be uh, the smell, the cherry smell. But then what ended up happening, and this is where the things get super weird regarding epigenetics and this whole idea, is they would uh, they were able to do this because again mice live very short lives and they're able to breed very quickly and so you can have generations of mice very fast so what they did is they removed this uh, this first group of mice from this entire experiment never brought them back to it they put them in this other area where they were able to breed freely and live freely and die freely you know as mice do in laboratories freely if you know what i'm saying sort of like how we live free right <laughs> consult last night's show if you want to check that out but uh so 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 the idea is that uh, what they did then is they took the next generation of mice that came from these same parents that they did the initial experiments on with the cherry smell, okay? And so then they brought these new mice, the next generation, into this same shock cage. But what they didn't do is shock these mice. What they did do is release this cherry smell, all right? And so for some inexplicably, right? Again, we're talking about trauma passed down through DNA, they released the cherry smell, and this next generation of mice freaked out and scattered, right? They didn't know what was up. It was just this stimulus response to this smell, which they had never been encountered before. They'd been, you know, uh, bred, born in a laboratory and the whole thing. So they're not going to be exposed to anything unless, right, they're exposed to it by the scientists. And so these mice, what they ended up doing is they knew they didn't know there was a shock, but they knew that cherry smell was the precursor to something horrific, and they scattered like crazy. And this went on to the next generation, and the next generation, and the next generation of mice. So you tell me, right? To say this isn't real seems folly when you have experiments like this that uh, really don't make any damn sense. I mean, as far as we know, mice can't like explain to their offspring, beware the cherry smell, can they? Of course not. That's ridiculous. Or can they? <laughs> can they do it through their genes? And that's what we're talking about tonight. I've done an awful lot of talking. I'm, uh, it's your turn. What do you think? Is this even possible? Am I off the rails again? That could be very true. But so the idea is this. If we pass on these DNA memories, all right, from generation to generation, and in this particular case with the mice, this cherry smell was a precursor to the electric shock. Well, the next generation never got shocked, but they were still extremely frightened, agitated, perturbed about the cherry smell. So what's actually happening here? And then take it to the next level. Is it possible then, if we're sharing trauma through generations, generational trauma, as it were, is it also possible that the dreams we have where we are not ourselves 
are not even our dreams, and we're sharing them with our ancestors. Love to hear your thoughts on this. Like I said, I do not have answers. I wish I did. Answers are so easy. You just start the show. You read the answers. You say, have a nice night, guys. We'll see you tomorrow. It's not as easy as that. These conversations range far and wide. As you know, nonlinear, open-ended. Wherever you want to take this, what are your thoughts? Is this even possible? Do you believe in this epigenetic stuff, the DNA memories? And if so, what about not just dreams? Is it possible to have the dreams of your ancestors and not really know it or understand it? But what about, what about, let's say if your great, 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 great grandfather happened to be Merlin. Hmm. The plot thickens. What does that mean? Do you have latent magical powers that you may not understand? 702-957-1037. That's 702-957-1037. This is Troubled Minds. I'm Michael Strange. We're just here talking about crazy stuff like we always do. Don't go anywhere. More DNA memories, ancestral dreams, Merlin, and you when we return. Be right back. Don't go anywhere. time to start firing up the grill. From city to shore, Acme is everything you need to prep for this summer season. Download the Acme app, the shop for this season's essentials, any way you want. Open the Acme app, clip your deals, then order your items online. An experienced Acme associate will carefully select your groceries, bag your order, and bring it right to your car or deliver right to your door. Download the app or visit acmemarkets.com for program details. It's finally time to start firing up the grill. From city to shore, Acme is everything you need to prep for this summer season. Download the Acme app, the shop for this season's essentials, any way you want. Open the Acme app, clip your deals, then order your items online. An experienced Acme associate will carefully select your groceries, bag your order, and bring it right to your car or deliver right to your door. Download the app or visit acmemarkets.com for program details. It's finally time to start firing up the grill. From city to shore, Acme is everything you need to prep for this summer season. Download the Acme app, the shop for this season's essentials, any way you want. Open the Acme app, clip your deals, then order your items online. An experienced Acme associate will carefully select your groceries, bag your order, and bring it right to your car or deliver right to your door. Download the app or visit acmemarkets.com for program details. We are talking about healing, the healing abduction phenomenon. Healing, 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 healing. The aliens are, are looking through your eyes and they're accessing your optic nerve. Through that optic nerve, they're transferring to your receiving memories or ideas or images
somewhere in the desert sands outside of Las Vegas. From somewhere in space-time, loosely labeled Generation X on planet Earth. questions of you in earnest into the digital darkness. Good evening and welcome to Troubled Minds Radio. I'm your host, Michael Strange, and hello to all of you who may also have troubled minds. What's going on, guys? It is Wednesday night, which is one of the nights we get together and talk about all the things we're not allowed to talk about. Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday at 7 p.m. Pacific time. What are those things we're not allowed to talk about, you may wonder? I'll have to sum up because there's way too much, but it goes a little something like this. Aliens, conspiracy, the paranormal, the government, academia, the 24-hour news cycle, propaganda, and the general feeling that we live in the upside down. Taking your calls tonight as we discuss this idea of epigenetics. Is it possible that we're actually passing down trauma through our genes from generation to generation? That's what's on my mind tonight. Just another regular run-of-the-mill Wednesday at Troubled Minds. But then the next level of this becomes many other things. Thinking in terms of maybe dream states. Is it possible that the dreams we have are not even our own dreams at times? And maybe we're dreaming the dreams of our ancestors. You tell me. Love to hear your thoughts on this. As always, we're streaming this live, we're broadcasting live, and we're talking about this because there's a lot to consider. There's always a lot to consider. It's, uh, life is complicated, right? This is not one of those things where it's just super easy. Like I said, uh, open up the, the Beetlejuice Book of Life or Afterlife or whatever this is called. Uh, there's no guidebook here. There's no, there's no easy answers. I think that uh, everybody's journey is unique, and um, when we talk about this epigenetics idea and genes passed down and trauma and all the rest of this, there's some weirdness. Don, what's up in the in the chat? Shout out to Don out there. Says uh, that anybody ever check if their cat is afraid of cucumbers, right? Anybody seen those uh, videos on the inter- they, on the internet? They put down uh, the cat comes around the corner and they put like a cucumber down on the ground behind him, and then the cat's just chilling doing his thing, and it turns and looks and sees the cucumber and like jumps thirty feet high. Yeah, epigenetics, right? Like that, they've probably never seen an actual snake, or maybe they have because they're cats. But uh, right, they they definitely have that fear response to a cucumber. Uh, because why? Why do you think it's been passed down? <laughs> some 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 cat somewhere along the, along the way in their in their genetic history probably tussled with a snake, and it was not a good thing. Traumatic experience, right? So so I don't know, and that's what's on my mind tonight. So is it not just possible that we have this epigenetics thing going on, but also is it possible that maybe the dreams we're having are passed down as well? And um, again, it gets into some of this other stuff, like uh, maybe um, in terms of. Mm, what would you say? Uh, reincarnation. Maybe we aren't having dreams of our ancestors. Maybe we're having dreams of our own past lives. I don't know. Lots to think about, lots to talk about. As, of course, uh, we're streaming on Rockfin, YouTube, DLive, and Twitter, broadcasting live on the Fringe FM, and uh, love to hear your thoughts on this. 702-957-1037. Click the Discord link at TroubleWines.org. Let's go to Jack in Oregon. Welcome to Trouble Wines, my friend. Go right ahead. Oh, wow. Hey. Good evening. All right. Uh, yeah, it, it, uh, it's amazing how you uh, seem to come up with a new topic every day. Uh, it's not easy. I'll tell you that. Sometimes it's not easy. Some come easier than others, but th- thank you for appreciating it. Have you heard of this? Very amazing. 
Thank you. Amazing. Thank you. Have you heard of this idea, this DNA memory thing? Is this new to you, or uh, are you familiar with the concept? Yeah. Uh, well, I'm familiar with the concept. I mean, it's like some kind of a code, okay, to uh, define life, right? And, uh, yeah, uh, what, what, what bothers me about this whole topic is that, like, back in the 70s or right in there, uh, they they figured out how to, like, genetically modify uh, fruits and vegetables and things like that. Very true. I see where, I, I see where you're going with this. Go ahead and finish the thought. <laughs> Don't make me cut you off and take you from right. it. <laughs> Go ahead. Okay, so they're genetically it, modifying... It's some kind of a thought. Fruits and vegetables. It, it, it's a thought, but it actually affects me personally, um, this whole uh, concept. And this is how it is, because my mother was always a great baker. She could bake the greatest bread. And, uh, yeah, uh, and then actually my first job was at a bakery when I uh, was growing up. However, my family seems to, like, all of a sudden, uh, my mom becomes totally allergic to... uh, uh, gluten, okay, gluten intolerant. All of a sudden, and this is like in my mind the greatest baker that ever lived. Okay, I'm with you. Are right. you are, are you trying it's to tell right me after they start genetically modifying everything? Uh, I don't know what to think. Really, I mean, it, it, it's uh, it's uh, you know, uh, she doesn't bake anymore. I don't bake anymore. It's like poison to us. I see. So, so uh, in terms of a great baker, right? Uh, once once they've changed the the genetic code of the vegetables and fruits and whatnot, it's uh, you're you're saying it's actually changed the knowledge base of how to do things properly in the kitchen, right? It's like it's the staff of life. It's like you change that what. Hello? It's uh, not easy to swallow. Yeah, no, I agree. I agree. There's a, there's a lot. That's a whole, that's probably a whole series of shows down, down the line, that whole, uh, uh, you know, engineering, genetically engineering uh, food. That's a, that, that's a lot there. That's a big, big, big handful. Right. Well, my whole point is that whole thing uh, operates on uh, what you're talking about. Epigenetics, actually, is how that affects people. Okay. All right. I got you. You change one thing up, and then it's different, you know, somehow. Yeah. Okay. Okay. So so what about this idea of this epigenetics in dreams? Do you think it's possible for not just uh, this trauma to be passed down through through our genes, but maybe dream states? Do you think that's a possibility as well? Oh, all right. Like, uh, Uh, memories from your dreams versus like memories from uh, like reading books and things and so it's like a uh, a direct book like you, it, it happened in a in a story and then you get the story 
Yeah, ex- well, exactly. Uh, that sort of thing. So, may- so maybe it's not just trauma. That's my question. So we have all this junk DNA, they say, right? That again, the 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 audacity and hubris of scientists to just say, "Oh, all this stuff is just junk," when the reality is they don't know what it is or what it does. They think it does nothing. But so my question is then, with this epigenetics idea, DNA memories, and all this junk DNA that's in our body. Do you think maybe there's sort of these secrets coded in there that are not just trauma being passed down, but maybe dreams, maybe skills, maybe that savant idea with musicians or, you know, people who are naturally inclined to do particular things, that sort of idea. And so I thought, let's take it to the dream world, because why not? Everybody loves dreams, don't they? Sure. I I think I think scientists are 95 percent exactly the blame. (laughs) I I had the mute button ready. Like, uh, I, thought, I thought you were going to say a bad word. <laughs> sure, sure. Uh, no, what you said was funny. Uh, <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. I try. Uh, I, if I make myself laugh, I've succeeded. Uh, okay, so so so, what do you think? Do you think it's possible? No, I don't think it's possible. Definitely not. Okay. All right. Fair enough. It's just it's just I'm a wacky. The, I'm the answer guy today, and I'm saying no. <laughs> okay, no. perfect, perfect. Uh, you know what? It's just a wacky idea I had. I couldn't really find anything that discussed this particular thing directly. There's like one source I found that was kind of kicking the idea around. But uh, it is nice that uh, when I have a, an idea, it's sort of a, a novel thought sometimes because there's not a lot on it. Uh, so we're definitely drinking the maybe juice and doing our thing here. Jack, we got calls behind you. We got to run, brother. What's your final thought for me? Uh, definitely heavy, Mike. Heavy. Later. <laughs> You're the best. Jack in Oregon, thanks Thanks for the phone call. Always a pleasure, my friend. Have a fantastic night. There you go. 702-957-1037. Click the Discord link at troubleminds.org. You tell me. Do you think it's possible? Jack's the answer guy tonight. Good friend of ours. Uh, thanks, Jack, for the call. He says no. This isn't possible, Mike. Come on. Come on, Mike. Now you're off the rails. Now you've really done it. That's fine with me. I do like how we brought up the idea of genetically modifying fruits and vegetables and food we eat, and maybe it does change the baking skill, the baking gene, if you know what I mean. I love the idea. All right, let's go to uh, James in Michigan. What's going on? James, welcome to Troubled Minds. How are you? I'm okay. Can you hear me? Loud and clear. Loud and clear, my friend. Go right ahead. What do you think? Have Have I gone too far this time, James? Well, I think you've gone too far so many times. I don't think it's possible to go too far anymore, really. Okay, all right. You count all the count all the shows. My gosh, I can buy that's, that. But it's 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 amazing though. I, I have no problem with it. All right. Um, yeah, but um, this whole topic is making me reconsider one of my dreams that I, I've talked about here on the show before. Um, the one where I was walking down a street and I didn't have my white cane. Um, yes. That I normally have. Yes, I remember this. I'm legally blind. Yep. It's just making me wonder if that was some other, some distant relative from before, maybe, um, that I was somehow just experiencing them walking down a street, going to an apartment. Because when I think back on it, I didn't see any advanced technology. I didn't see any computers or people with phones in their hands or anything like that um, around me. So it makes me wonder, obviously I don't know for sure, but it makes me wonder if that was more of a a dream of a different different relative of a, in a different time, um, in a different place. 
Yeah, or uh, again, back to the old uh, multiverse situation. Maybe it was you in a different dimension. Yeah, I do remember that dream, and you had uh, siblings that weren't yours and all the rest of that, right? That was a pretty wild one. Yeah, that one is a different one, but yeah, that one that one I do think was was definitely a multi, uh, multiverse situation there, the alternate version. Because like I said, it didn't happen, and so there's you know there's no way that's I'm 99 percent sure that's not a memory from this universe anyway. But I wonder also if there are different versions of us in these other universes, and this is kind of crossing into different territories here can you have memories from other ancestors doing different things and 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 having experiences that never happened here yeah that's a hell of an idea too i i wonder because we talk about like once once you kind of throw dreams into the the mix of of right the the conversation uh it, it does become very very non-linear because dream states are complicated in and of themselves, right? Some people, some scientists just say, you know, REM sleep and the rest of this and, you know, the, the fluttering eyes and the, the brain reset and it's a scientific thing. But then other people claim that they can actually, you know, travel astrally in their dreams, things like this, right? And then so we have this idea of maybe not just that, maybe out-of-body experience through your dream state, but then we maybe have these other ideas of, like you said, maybe you visited another version of James in another part of the multiverse. Maybe we're kind of locked into that consciousness idea where we all share that consciousness. There's, you know, many, many versions of you and many versions of me out there. And when we sleep, we tap into those those individuals. So much here. I'm glad you brought that up because I think that's why when you throw dreams into the mix, it becomes sloppy, let's say. I think that's a good word. What do you think? Oh, definitely. Definitely. And it could have even been maybe it wasn't even a direct connection to the person Maybe they weren't doing that at them. Like the other version of me wasn't doing that at that exact moment. Maybe that was a memory of them doing that. That's where I'm kind of wondering about the whole memory thing with as it connects to dreams. Yeah. Um, because I had I had another dream years ago about my family um, being out in in the, uh, this field somewhere near some woods, and it was this big. It was like a big party, but I didn't recognize everyone there, but there were people I did recognize. And that party, I did not recognize that place or, or the circumstances. Like, that that did not happen in the way that, as far as I know of, in my life. So, um, again, what if that was, if that was some other version of me or if that was some other relative, maybe? Maybe that was maybe I, I I was mistaken about the people I recognized. Maybe they were also um, ancestors that ha- happened to have you know because we know we pass on physical appearances, uh, traits, and everything. Maybe that was a um, memory of another time. Yeah, yeah, and so so this is where this kind of comes into a memory of the other time. You've heard of this epigenetics thing, right? This DNA memory. A little bit. Yeah, here and there. I have heard about it. Um, not too much, and I don't I don't uh, claim to know a lot about it, but yeah, it's, I mentioned in the chat, and of course, like, I picked on for it after. Uh, you know, just joking. <laughs> but um, it was in the first Underworld movie. Was it? As uh, part of the, yeah. Um, uh, as part of the plot in that, so. 
that's so, interesting. So I don't remember. It's been a long time. Oh, I oh I did I did see the uh, in the chat talking about Elizabeth. Uh, what's her name? What's her name? Uh, <laughs> what's her name? I, I, I'm not gonna say it because then I'm just gonna get put that more is for it. it so. Is that her name? Yeah, that's fine. Anyway, no. okay. Anyway, anyway, it's probably no, not her that's name. That's okay. Well, we'll just, just we'll just move on from there. Yeah. Well, and, and I'll just have yeah. to just check out pictures after we're done here. So so <laughs> so uh, so okay. So it, it, I don't uh, like I said. It's complicated. This is not one of those things that is uh, it, like I said. It's not been explored. I think. So if because of course dream states themselves are like I said sloppy. So uh, in many cases, like Lacey out there, what's up, Lacey? In Utah, if you're out there listening, uh, she says she keeps a dream journal, right? I don't because I barely remember my dreams, but it would have to be sort of a, you know, to do science on it, it would have to be people that can remember their dreams. It would have to be uh, people that, that take detailed notes, like as soon as you wake up, so the memories are fresh, right? And then maybe they can kind of go back into family trees and see, you know, maybe that they are dreaming sort of as them, themselves as maybe ancestors in particular situations. I don't know. Like I said, super, super sloppy there. But, but, but uh, I don't know. I'm not so sure. So, okay. So then with the rest of that, the, the mice thing, doesn't that creep you out a little bit? The cherry blossom smell and then the mice and the electric shocks. How like the next generation, they know that that smell means danger, even though they've never been subjected to the exact same thing. That is creepy, right? Like it, like it brings a whole nother level of who we are and we have no control over it. Like the trauma from previous generations seems to seep into ourselves. That's pretty nuts, huh? Yeah, it ma- makes, you, makes you think that uh, maybe we aren't as much in control as we know, right? Yeah, and I mean, it, I, I, was ma- I was thinking about this earlier too. That could explain why we have different people have different fears of different uh, animals too. If you think about that, um, some people have no problem with spiders. Other people do, you know, or snakes or whatever. You know, take your pick. If you uh, pull a people, a group of people, you know, of the animals that they're afraid of or they don't like, I I, I highly doubt you would get the same exact answer for the entire group. Yeah, no, of course not. Because, because again, right? So we have different ancestors with different traumas. And in one of the articles I was reading about this, they were, you know, discussing that idea of the bear, you know, maybe an ancestor got chased up a tree by a bear, barely survived sort of thing. And like, then the, the, like their progeny has this bizarre, like, you know, uh, <laughs> negative association with bears, which seems insane, doesn't it? I mean, that seems metaphysical, right? I mean, it's, it's unbelievable, really. Yeah, and that makes me also think of, in terms of the paranormal, if, you know, because we, we, do, we do, if you go back far enough, you can find stories of people exp- experiencing, you know, strange things, whether it's ghosts or spirits or even seeing strange things in the skies. And I wonder how much of the fear we have of those things nowadays. Um, I'm, I know that the bias is there as far as the, the stigma of, you know, as, as well, but I wonder how much of that is maybe even possibly rooted in in these experiences that we had or that our ancestors had throughout time yeah yeah and then but then uh, then how 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 far back does this go so i got in the thumbnail here thumbnail i've got a, a caveman <laughs> how far back do you think this does go so they've actually traced it in uh laboratory experiments back 14 generations what about people james you think we can remember like a trauma from caveman times I, anything's possible. I, I stand by that statement. Anything's possible. 
Anything's possible. I love it. I love it. And uh, well, I don't know. I don't have. Uh, I don't have answers. You know me. I'm not the answers guy. But uh, I do think it's a fascinating thing to consider when. Well, you know, as people, uh, people are complicated anyway. And then you start kind of like taking it to metaphysical levels with dream states, and then also right, these scientific levels of this DNA memory. I don't know, man. I don't even know what to think anymore. But uh, okay, so uh, we got another minute or two. So, so how do we wrap this up, James? How do we wrap this up, my friend? Well, I do think it's interesting watching science go on over time. It does seem like they get to, they're slowly starting to get to the stuff that we're kind of interested in. And it's very slow, it seems like, but it is happening. Um, it just seems like it, you know, so it makes me wonder if someday they will, you know, all this stuff will be normal for people. And I really hope that that's the case. Uh, let's shed the para out of the normal and just make it all normal. <laughs> I'm with you. I'm with you. Some of the stuff is super creepy, though, and I think that's uh, that's that's why we do this, right? That's uh, that's that's what makes a troubled mind thinking about the creepy stuff and considering that. Uh, I guess maybe at some point we can cross test this idea I have tonight uh, with Neuralink, right? We can download uh, the the dreams of James and uh, maybe uh, cross reference it with your uh, family tree. <laughs> Yeah, it's um, at the same time that I'm interested in that that advancement of the sciences. These experiments that they do on living beings of any kind always are a bit dark to me. I don't, I can never do that. Yeah, I mean, you know, like they in in the laboratory with mice, they just break their back and then you know move on to the next generation. That's that's how they do it in the lab. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I can't. I, I wouldn't be able to live with myself after so many mice. You know what I'm saying? I mean, you know, they're only mice, but for crying out loud, they're living too. Uh, James, you were the best. Always a pleasure, my friend. James here has a podcast called Salcedo Paranormal. He goes five nights a week talking about paranormal stuff. Yeah, it's Monday through Friday, and uh, you can catch him live on his Discord or uh, on his podcast, of course, after the fact, and he does it at 5 p.m. Pacific time, 8 p.m. Eastern. You're the best, James. Always a pleasure. Thank you so much for calling. Thanks for uh, being locked into the Troubled Minds fam. I appreciate you very much. Oh, no problem. Thank you. Have a good night. You too. You too. James uh, becoming pro. Pro, pro, pro. Pro is pro, and James is pro. Uh, go listen to Salcedo Paranormal. Good stuff going on over there. So the question tonight is this. Our DNA memories, right? Do you think that it's somehow, some way, they can seep into our dream states? Or do you think I've really gone too far this time? Damn it, Michael Strange, now you've done it. I'm fine with that. 702-957-1037. That's 702-957-1037. Don't go anywhere. More Troubled Minds on the way. Welcome back to Troubled Minds. I'm your host, Michael Strange, and we are streaming on Rockfin, YouTube, DLive, and Twitter, and we are broadcasting live on the Fringe FM. Tonight, we're taking your phone calls as we discuss this idea of epigenetics, otherwise known as DNA memory. Of course, this weird study with these mice where they put them on a hot plate and shocked them with the smell of cherry blossom. When they took the next generation that was never subjected to the shock itself, but gave the cherry blossom smell, the next generation panicked. How does this happen without some sort of DNA trauma hand-me-downs? You tell me. And the next step is, does this actually cross over into your dreams? Meaning, is it possible 
possible at all that your dream state isn't your own? It's possibly from our ancestors. One more time, 702-957-1037. That's 702-957-1037. We'll put you on the show. You can click the Discord link at troubledminds.org. And uh, let's go to uh, my good friend, Derek. Derek the Night Stalker. Derek in Massachusetts, how are you? What's going on, bro? Hey, Mike. Great show tonight. Thank you very much. Have I gone too far this time? No, 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 no. We're just getting cooking. We're just getting going. <laughs> All right. We haven't gone far going. enough yet. Perfect. Perfect. All right. So so what's your idea here? I'm sure you've heard of this epigenetics, and you did mention the cherry blossom and that whole uh, ma- uh, not rat, uh, mice experiment. See, I almost said, sorry, Matt. I almost said rat and mice and said Matt. I didn't mean it that way. <laughs> I didn't mean it that way. Uh, the, but the mice experiment, you've heard of this. So so what do you think regarding just the this DNA memory thing, but then also uh, tie it into dreams, if you can, or if not, if I've gone too far, it's all good. What are your thoughts here? No, no. Um, yeah, so originally when I said, uh, yeah, I'll call after James in the chat, my uh, call was going to be starting with the uh, cherry blossom thing. And then you said it, I was like, oh, there, there we go. I'm sorry, I didn't think of something else <laughs> real, quick, real quick, you know. Um, but yeah, that, that's wild to me. And that, like, that is essentially proof that what happens to us is passed on. And people use that for all kinds of different um, types of like our natural, our, our, our habits. And people even use it to explain like racism and like prejudices and stuff. And I, I uh, tagged you in that um that like tweet or whatever in the chat saying uh you can you can read it i don't have it in front of me anymore but saying that like our fear of the uh uncanny valley or like the idea of the uncanny valley like our dis our dislike of when something looks almost human is must be from some point in our history like like evolution had us like fear something that looks human but it's not human and how how creepy that is that's like oh that's pretty true and i just like i just carry that around in my that's just how i kind of see the world like in my belief everything that happens every moment of our life is is imprinted on us in our junk dna or whatever you know and i kind of like visualize it almost like that uh like tree in avatar that they like put their put their like sexual tail thing on their their like tail they used to to you know and then they have like they can see they can access the memories of their entire ancestors you know i think that's kind of like what's going on basically but it's just that's what that's what our dna is essentially and yeah, it, but, so it is memory dreams, locked in uh, let, let me read this real yeah. quick before you get to dreams so this is the tweet that derek yeah. shared here on on the discord uh it, it says this one of the most frightening things i've ever heard is when someone pointed out that the existence of the uncanny valley implies that at some point there was an evolutionary reason to be afraid of something that looked human but wasn't Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Ooh. That's bizarre. <laughs> That's you can take that all kinds of ways. Is that just the Neanderthal versus Cro Magnon thing or battling different types of hominid like species back in the day and a fear of the unknown, a fear of something that's almost like us? Or is it like, is our fear of robots because at one point, like maybe one of the, one of the, uh, Wipeouts of advanced human civilization was done by robots in the past at some point, or something crazy like that. That's a that's a movie more than it is a call idea. But um, as far as like the dreams are concerned, like there's all kinds of different. Uh, like Black Panther has the uh, ancestral plane and stuff, and in in magic, like the an- like ancestors are, are extremely important, and like even just in spiritual practices and stuff, and very important. I've heard, I, I don't practice magic. I've never done magic before, but. They say like one of the first things you should do is is build an ancestral altar, like an altar to your ancestors. And there's that saying that like walk into every room as if like all your ancestors are are with you because like they are in some capacity, you know. So 
what if what if you're not just sharing like the actually experiencing the dreams or memories of your ancestors but you're actually trying you're getting messages from your ancestors in your dreams and they're just using the images that they have from their experience in order to convey these messages to you you know because it all depends like what we think dreams are are dreams just processing of our own memories or our dreams like our subconscious or our highest our higher self or whatever trying to give us messages so that we can learn things like evolutionarily or or even like spiritually like metaphysically so it's just using images that we experience during the day to um have us learn stuff in our dream state and then you can just kind of create that up to all the images we have in our entire collective lineage you know so it's like our ancestors giving us messages advice pointers through their own images as well as like our own and like that's yeah, so, so we can see that so some of us maybe sometimes our dreams are in settings that are their settings you know because how would you how would you explain something to your descendant other than using like something from your own experience you know i'm rambling yeah. so does that make sense yeah it makes it makes perfect sense and we, we talked about this with uh you know uh, with some of our you know grandparents that uh we wish that we when we were younger before before some of them passed on we had you know, easier technology to be able to record some of the things they said, some of the stories, right? I mean, they impart wisdom and knowledge to you uh, just by speaking, right? Just just by every day mm-hmm. spending time with them. But, you know, being able to catalog some of that would be like super valuable in, in so many ways just because once they're gone, they're gone. And and so the odd part about it is that maybe that's not the case at all. Maybe maybe we already have part of that in us, and that's a. I mean, yeah. that's a magical thing that becomes. You know, it, like like a, like I've said in the past. You know, like walking into a room, you're not by yourself. You've got you you've got generations of talent and uh, you know animal magnetism and you know thoughts and ideas yeah. and whatever it is, right? Like you've got you've got generations of this like built into you, and so you know you're never alone. We're never alone and the ideas it's a little creepy in the sense that maybe the ideas we have aren't even our own right maybe maybe similar instances that happened in like their the previous lives of uh, parents grandparents great-grandparents etc maybe our genes lock in to a pattern in those particular instances because it's built into us i mean that's like it it turns consciousness and humanity on its head right just this idea of this uh this dna memory right yeah exactly i mean uh rivers was trying to explain something to me um like she like knew what was calling it so she was it was it was gold it was absolute gold but i was like i was trying to focus on there like what was i was i couldn't i couldn't process it but she she mentioned one one aspect she mentioned one thing saying that like Sometimes she's heard or she's experienced or, or both like the idea of all of your ancestors, like your entire lineage kind of um, taking the form of like one avatar, like one like dream avatar. So like all of your ancestors kind of using the collective memory and then your, your dream mind interpreting it as like one person kind of guiding you. And that's just, that's just like a, that's a, for some reason resonates with me. It m- reminds me of like that ancestral plane of like the black Panther walking around with previous black Panthers as like he learns how to solve the problem he's having in waking life. Like that's, that's for a lot of cultures. That's what the dream world is for. It's to solve problems. It's to, it's to learn stuff. It's to, it's the like one of the major functions of dreaming might be like in order for us to figure out pro- like problems that we're having 
in our waking life so that we can wake up with the answers. You know, that would serve a huge evolutionary purpose, you know? Um, but as far as like, so that idea, that idea is just cool to me. I wanted to just, I wanted to just mention that, you know? And it's just, it's just like, what if something that like kind of separates humans from other animals is our, like we form narratives. We like take events and we kind of form a narrative out of it in everything. So what if our brain is kind of doing that with our collective memories if we're storing all these past events that have that have happened to us possibly forever like all this junk dna that we don't understand might just be like cookies in the computer basically just like recording absolutely everything that happens everything you're taking in through your five senses you know and then just a function of the brain like the way like humans form narratives the brain is using that information and giving it to you in a way that we can process it like flashes of memories or images um like a computer glitching out might might pop in different random pictures and images just from the cookie database or whatever it's forming these images in order to give us like advice or have us like learn things um which is a cool idea to me but like as far as our memories and our thoughts are our own that ties into like the collective consciousness idea and if we're all sharing this collective consciousness like right now if we can like have a shared dream which i think we can with people that exist right now, like maybe if we all got really good at it, we can have a double mind con in the dream realm, you know? So if that process exists, could we access the memories of everyone in history? Like, do we have access to all of those like ancestral lineages? Like what memories are, are really like, it really, it throws, it's just, it's so, it's so crazy. And then just like, you really are kind of like antennas. It really is just like all the information is out there. And we're just like tuning into specific things and forming it as our personage, and then forming like forming a personality out of it. It's great. I'm I'm really rambling bad, but uh, no, you're does good. that make sense at all? Like, does yeah, that, yeah, I'm, no. It, it turns it turns this entire idea into a whole bunch of other things, including like you just described, sort of the akashic record. Is that uh, yeah, yeah? M- maybe not just the idea of this uh, this epigenetics and this DNA memory, but if it exists as, as that collective subconscious, as you say, it means it's also eternal. It means that it's one of those situations where it's not 14 generations. We're literally tapped into some cosmic, I almost did it on the radio, yeah. cosmic <laughs> stuff, cosmic stuff that's, uh, that's um, like, like, I don't know, like you, you can't even, qu- unquantifiable cosmic stuff that we're tuned yeah. into like that antenna. And, and so I don't know, like, a, like, like, I think it's an easy step to say that, okay, everybody has dreams and that dream state is maybe the link here to the next thing. But I mean, doesn't this seem like magic or like uh, literally metaphysical, like just unbelievably weird stuff here yeah. that's like, this it is does, science. I mean, it, this it, is it, like it really magic. does seem like the... You, you, you just said it with the with the um, akashic record. It just seems like the D- DNA as as like a biological akashic record. As like an that's that could be what it is. Like that's part of the function of of what it is. You know, it's it just collecting all the data. It makes it, I hate making it sound like we're some type of advanced robot thing, but it, it's just kind of like the similar process. It's just like taking it all in, taking it all in, and then like what we're doing is filtering it, filtering it through who we are, and it kind of like creating something out of it and that's like the forming narratives thing where but it, but yeah it is mad it does seem magical it does seem like and it, is, it does seem to, be, it seem to be very important like i i think like kind of uh rivers talks about this a lot that like kind of like the western world and christianity has kind of taken um the ancestral worship out out of religion 
Whereas like in the East, it's very, very common. Even people who aren't religious at all, like atheists have ancestral devotion in their like everyday life. It's just a natural process. They just think it's important. And under this paradigm, it would be, you know, if all, if all those, if everything, if all that, all their knowledge is stored in you somewhere, then like being close, having some type of relationship to that knowledge would only be at your advantage to you, you know, it, would, it could only be to your benefit if you, if you're able to access the good stuff more easily, you know, yeah, which so, might be what dream work is. If, if, if you get better at remembering dreams, you might realize that we're doing this every single night, you know? Yeah. Like it's like, it's a shorthand of a, you know, dream shorthand yeah. of like passing on the knowledge from the ancients. Uh, it, it is interesting. You know, that you said from rivers there that, uh, in the East they they venerate their, um, you know, their, their ancestors a lot more. And there, there are places in the East, which seems bizarre AF, but they'll put like, you know, grandpa's skull on the mantle and stuff like this, you know, like it's like, like it yeah. seems, seems really, really dark, but it's, 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 it's a way to honor them, right? Like to not forget them and you know, things like this. So yeah. Yeah. Wild yeah. stuff, man. Wild stuff. What else you got for us, my friend? Wild stuff. Great. Uh, I feel like I'm rambling bad. I don't have a, I don't have a, a, a good thesis to my call, but uh, really uh, great stuff. Really great show, Mike. Appreciate it. You're the best. Derek here in Massachusetts. The Night Stalker has a YouTube channel. Check it out. Let's inspire him to make some more content. Brilliant, brilliant dude. Good friend of mine. Thanks, Derek. <laughs> I appreciate it very much. Later, brother. Great show. Thanks a lot. Uh, his uh, links in the description. Scroll down. Uh, give Derek a follow. It says follow Night Stalker here and uh, go follow his YouTube channel. He's just got a trailer right now, and let's inspire him to make more videos. Seven zero two nine five seven one zero three seven at seven zero two nine five seven one zero three seven, and we'll put you on the show. Easy as this. Uh, looks like we got a first time caller. I'm not sure who this is. Welcome to Trouble Minds. What's your first name? Where are you calling from? Hello. Are you there? Yeah, Jose, and I'm calling from Denver, Colorado. Jose in Colorado. Welcome to Trouble Lines. Go right ahead. What's your idea here? Have you heard of this epigenetics and DNA memory? I've actually uh, experienced it, and um, my cousin turned me on to your show. Uh, it's great listening. Uh, we were just talking about this this weekend, and I haven't seen my cousin in a, in a few years, so it's been kind of odd that you know I just felt comfortable talking about some of this stuff because like um, one of your callers uh, earlier said that uh, you know he got made fun of uh but uh, my experience is uh, i had a, a son back in 2000 and uh, we jumped in uh it was about 18 months old uh getting pretty close to two years old and we uh we were going to go out to dinner me the wife and my son and um i turned on the radio and that song, uh, we will, we will rock you. Well, my son had a hard time talking. <laughs> my son had a hard time talking, but he could sing that song. And I'm like, where did you hear that song at? <laughs> and he said, come on. He's like, come on, dad. We used to listen to this song all the time. <laughs> well, I'm, when I had my son, I was, I was uh, 29 years old when he was born. Well, you know, the song's uh, quite old, and he was born in 2000. So, you know, I believe the song was came out in, what, the 70s? Yeah. Uh, yeah. 60s or something like that. And I said, I never listened to this song when, when you were born. I said, you, you're not even that old. And he's like, we used to listen to it all the time, I swear. We used to listen to it all the time. And I started laughing, and I started thinking, I was like, where would I have 
heard that song, you know, repeatedly. And it reminded me of uh, when I played football in high school and, and wrestled, they would always sing that song or I'd go to a basketball game. They'd always sing that song, you know, and pound the bleachers singing that song. And, and I was like, wow, you know, and my thought back in would have been uh, 2002 is like my memories lived through my, my son. Yeah. I was going to ask you. Down in the or yeah. You know that's pretty I mean? wild. Pretty wild. Yeah. Check this out then. So can you remember a time in your past then where while listening to that song, maybe something traumatic happened? Like, was there a car accident or, you know what I'm saying? Was it anything like that? Because that seems like it might cement it in. And that's wild if your son actually was able to pass on the idea of that song through through DNA, through this epigenetics, through that transfer. That, that's amazing, man. Yeah, I mean, it was. I always played sports. So, you know, I played sports for a long time. And, you know, growing up uh, to playing football and wrestling, most, most – uh, you know, you go to a lot of tournaments and, and people just chant that song, you know, and they pound the bleachers when, you know, they're playing that song in, in the, uh, like, like halftime shows or whatnot. Uh, they'll just start chanting that song and pounding the bleachers with their feet. And, and I'm like, he's like, we used to listen to it all the time. I said, you're only, you're only not even two years old yet. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. You know? That's wild. So That's like, You know what I'm saying? And yeah. I even told my wife at the time, I said, man, I, I haven't listened to that song in probably, you know, 15 years. That's pretty <laughs> I mean, wild. We listen to it all the time. I said, this is weird. I mean, my memories are living through my son. So, you know, and I've been saying that and I've been telling that story to several people, you know, throughout the years. And, you know, uh, people thought it was very interesting and I always thought there was something, but where do you experiment it? You know, uh, how do you get a hold of, you know, somebody to um, check out if that's actually possible? You know what I mean? Yeah, it's a wild idea, isn't it? it like like I was talking to Derek just before you, you called in here, is it doesn't even seem like science. It seems like magic. It's like, how the hell could you actually pass on information genetically that's like novel information that like the next generation needs to know? It's unbelievable. And, and so what about the idea of kind of taking that epigenetics and DNA memory and passing it on to a dream state? Have you, do you remember your dreams? Have you ever had a dream where maybe you were in the past and like kind of wondered how you knew what the place was anything like that um i know uh i know i i don't dream anymore i haven't dreamt in a long time or i don't i know i dream but i don't remember but um uh, you know, my my kids tell me i dream all the time because i wake up laughing they say, you, <laughs> you just laugh you just wake up and scare us you just start laughing like something's funny and i go <laughs> You know, so I, I don't remember my dreams, but my kids say that I do dream. But um, I haven't dreamt since I was about the age of 27. I had those, uh, you know, I was having those dreams that, uh, that uh, something was holding you down and you try to move, you can't breathe, you can't wake up. You know, you're, you're, you're trying your hardest to, to move and you can't. And um, I've, you know, through fighting it, uh, I was able to open my eyes and capture, I want to say, an entity in, in the dark. Uh, looked like he had a black robe on with a hood. Uh-oh. And I, and I just 
and I just started praying and I said, if you know, and I just said, I just told it. If you don't leave me alone, me and Jesus Christ are going to come and just whoop your ass. <laughs> and I haven't dreamt since then. That's and I weird. Had that problem ever again. That's super weird. So I wonder if your dreams were manifested somehow by something nefarious. That's that's odd. So you still do dream, you just don't remember them. You wake up laughing. So they're happy dreams now. That's odd, dude. That that's a great story. That's yeah. a great story. You you said you're a you're a, you had a family member that turned you on to the show. How are you listening to us? Are you on the fringe or are you on uh, YouTube? How'd you find us other than that? On, on YouTube. On YouTube. Yeah, YouTube. the other day uh, you had a great show on uh, about uh, something about um, either the future or the past, and um, you, uh, if you could go back to your past and and see your past, and um, a friend of mine tried to do uh, ask me if I wanted to try to be do a rebirthing. I don't know if you've heard about rebirthing. That's where you live your whole life backwards until the day you were born. They can put you in that state of mind to where you're actually, uh, they put you under hypnosis and you actually dream your whole life until you were born. And it passes in in a matter of, you know, like a few, you got to give yourself about an hour or two hours or something like that. But you just live your whole life and just like in in reverse. That's a, that sounds traumatic to me. I'm going to give that a hard no thank you. <laughs> Jose, uh, we're out of time. I appreciate you finding us. I appreciate the phone call. Uh, please call back. You're welcome anytime. Thank you for sharing your story. Thank you for, for just spending your time and energy with us. It means a lot. Thank you so much, okay? Thank you. Appreciate it. Have a fantastic night. That's a new friend of ours, Jose in Colorado. Thank you so much for the call. Thanks for the phone calls tonight. You guys always bailing me out. Come come up with a half-cocked idea, and you guys just bailing me out with amazing phone calls night after night. I appreciate that very much. Uh, so as we finish, uh, we're we're uh, as you know, we got two hour two hour time slot on the fridge. So uh, on the the fringe FM, as I did, I said the fridge, the fringe. Yeah, this is I'm thinking I'm hungry. <laughs> the fringe FM, and so as we finish, it goes a little something like this uh monday tuesday wednesday thursday at 7 p.m pacific we get together and talk about all kinds of wacky stuff right uh it's uh, it's what it's all about this is uh kind of stretching the imagination uh drinking the maybe juice and just talking to each other just talking to each other is the most important thing and so as we finish this uh, we'll be back uh, tomorrow night the bad news is we're done the good news is god willing we've got tomorrow and if you're listening to us on the fringe fm stay tuned for lighting the void with joe roop if you're listening to us on any other platform, including the podcast feed, stay tuned for a third hour of Troubled Minds. And it goes like this. As we finish, this one's for James. Be sure, be strong, be true. Thank you for listening. From our Troubled Minds to yours, have a great night. There we go. Making new friends on a nightly basis. Uh, thank you so much, Jose, for the phone call. Uh, 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 mm.
embarrassment of riches. So many smart people that call into the show and contribute. Uh, I'm honored. I'm blessed. We're blessed. Uh, thank you for uh, being part of this. Uh, James says, glad to be part of this amazing community. I can't agree more. Thanks for being part of this, everybody. And we're still talking about this. We are off the fringe now, and we're going to do a third hour, which means the third hour is for you. Like I said, uh, it, it is it, it kind of, when I've talked about the same thing for two hours straight, me, myself, uh, it, it becomes weary, right? Wearisome type of thing. And um, this is this third hour is for you. So we'll go as long as you guys are interested and even go overtime if it takes that much because uh, I'd love to hear your thoughts. Have you The questions tonight, have you heard of DNA memory, epigenetics, and passing on trauma from one generation to the next through your genes? 702-957-1037 That's 702-957-1037 Click the Discord link at TroubleMinds.org Don't go anywhere More Trouble Minds on the way Looking for your phone calls I could ramble on about this on and on But it's less interesting than if you call Please do that Be it right back More Trouble Minds on the way Two minute break Two minute break Don't go anywhere Be right back Welcome back to Troubled Minds. I'm your host, Michael Strange, and we're still doing our thing. It's third hour, so uh, if you you uh, have a potty mouth, uh, talking to you sailors out there, <laughs> we're off the radio, so if you want to drop an F-bomb or, uh, or say, um, this is crazy shit. You're welcome. Now uh, we're definitely definitely able to do that without any without Mike getting mad, and that's an important thing because you don't want a mad Michael Strange. He's mad enough already to begin with. Don't make him double mad. So that's what we're doing tonight. We're talking about crazy stuff per usual. And uh, how about this epigenetics? Our DNA memories passed on from generation to generation through trauma, maybe through dream states. And that's my question. Do you think dream state? Uh, well, maybe this idea of passing on ideas or maybe like uh, we were talking about with Night Stalker there, this shorthand idea of maybe uh, passing on knowledge, wisdom from the past is maybe through this uh, epigenetics and our dream states. What better way to sort of impart knowledge into people if you couldn't do it uh consciously? But what if you were able to tap directly into their subconscious, right? I mean, that was like... um straight up uh, MK Ultra stuff, right? I mean, that was the whole idea of sort of reprogramming people is tapping into that subconscious space. So if we have this idea of DNA memories and this, ep- this epigenetics, do you think that maybe somehow, some way, the dreams we have aren't entirely our own? They're kind of tapping into that ancestral dream and memory. I don't know. That's what's on my mind tonight. Uh, I, again, no no actual basis for this other than Michael Strange drinking some maybe juice, which actually didn't really start till the show began. But uh, just trying to consider all the things and maybe maybe have some uh, discussions that are uh, that people don't have. And I, I, I'm, I'm really, by the way, I'm really super proud of that. That uh, nobody can copy troubled minds. You know why? Because we come up with so much crazy shit, it's like uh, like uh, like Night Stalker says they're uh, they're riding our wake the competition because right how can you some some of this stuff is uh, it's novel it's literally brand new uh, because I made it up. 
702-957-1037. Click the Discord link, troubleminds.org. Let's go to Matt in California. My good friend, Matt, how are you? Welcome to Trouble Minds, my friend. Hey, Mike. What's up, man? Ah, chilling, man. Talking about crazy shit, you know. Just another Wednesday night on Troubled Minds. <laughs> yeah. I want to chime in on this one. Yeah, yeah. Perfect. Uh, so ha- before, you, before you do, have you heard of this DNA memory, this epigenetics? Uh, yeah, I believe more of it being, um, because I believe in reincarnation. So I believe in it being more of a past life trauma type thing instead of the genetics. But I did have a couple of things on the genetic thing, if I can go real quick. Sure, yeah, as, as long as you like. Go right ahead. Uh, uh, the genetics, there's a story of, um, there was this island, and there's monkeys on this island, and the humans, there are, the humans on the island, they wash their potatoes in, like, running water before they cook them. And the monkeys seen this, and they, they start to copy the humans, they start to wash their potatoes. And then all of a sudden, throughout the whole island, all the monkeys start washing their potatoes. Like it was passed down through some sort of, not like telekinetic, but like it was in the genes. And then even like the monkeys, the next generation and the next generation and the next generation of monkeys wash their potatoes, even though they've never seen a human wash potatoes before. Have you heard that story? Yeah, yeah. Actually, I think the first time I heard that is you. You actually said that once before when you called in. No, no, it's good. It's good. I know. No, 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 no. Don't, don't apologize. I tell the same stories over and over. So don't like not, not, not at all. So that that's an amazing thing, though. So how how did they know? So again, so now now it brings into question a whole bunch of stuff here, including right like. Do animals have souls, right? I like probably you and I probably agree on that. I'm not going to speak for you, but do you think they do? Yeah, I believe everything alive has a soul. Okay, and then I agree. I agree. But then what's the next step? So do you think that those animals also have these reincarnation cycles like human beings might? That could be too. I was thinking more of it being like genetic, like it was passed down. Like how you were talking about people being scared of a spider because it was passed down. Like that kind of thing you're talking about. Yeah, definitely, definitely. Like there's like there's something built in, right? Like there's there's uh, like we always talk about the knowledge of the ancients and all the rest of this stuff. But how do we get it, right? Like without without the lifelong journey of how do we get it? Um, we are sort of like I say, you know, walking into the room. Uh, we we are bringing our ancestors with us, right? With this sort of ancestral knowledge, with ways that uh, you know you, you've heard the term, um, uh, you know, a you know a a an old soul, right? Yeah, like born, like they call them like born agains. Uh, there's like multiple, uh, like yeah, I, see, I understand old soul exactly. Yeah, it, and and so what I mean then is like, is it maybe somehow like an evolutionary trait to remember more of these DNA memories, right? So it's like the old soul is able to tap in to some of the calm of their ancestors or some of the wisdom, you know what I mean? And sort of just like, it's like, Oh, I've been here before, you know, like, like I get it. It's not so traumatic for me because right. I'm, I'm, I'm literally standing on the shoulders of giants of my ancestors 
and here we are in this moment and it's, this moment is okay right it's it is sort of that that like a depth to that soul like a depth to like a like a calm effect i guess i don't know i've been told i'm that guy by the way everybody's like oh you're an old soul i'm like what the fuck does that even mean you know like like there's so so many things you could say about it and what does it mean i don't know i don't know but maybe maybe not i don't know i do think there's a, anything to that but sorry i derailed you a little bit go 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 back to what you were going to say so you were talking about animals and uh the, the monkeys and the potatoes and uh genetics get you back on track go right ahead uh, uh thank you so back to the genetics um just a pop culture one real quick story as uh, a this video game i used to play called assassin's creed and that video game is what you're talking about it has um the you're the main character gets kidnapped and there's these scientists working on this project and come to find out that your character is like the direct like the grand great great grandson of these thieves or assassins and it was during like the knights templar time and they were like assassinating people and taking all the golden the treasures and hiding them. And so the bad guys want to find out where, where the ancestor hid the treasure. And so they invent this machine and it like hooks into your head, like kind of like the matrix hooks in the back of your head. And uh, you're like reliving your ancestor's life. So you're playing as your great, great, great grandfather. And like, that's how they find out where the treasure is. I thought that was, (laughs) it's, it's a good story. It is. And you know what's interesting? I've never played that game, but doing... So I had this idea, right? I was like, oh, ep- epigenetics, I found these couple articles. And that's how I try and do this. I, I try and find an article or two that's interesting to me. It's got to be interesting, because if it's not interesting, why are we going to talk about it? But then I start thinking in terms of, okay, so where can we take this to make it more interesting, right? And you know what I came across? Wouldn't you know it? Just kind of uh, searching stuff. And why I know I, there's this is probably a novel idea, at least not, not for Assassin's Creed. I came upon exactly what you're talking about, Assassin's Creed. And I was like, oh shit this is like the the plot of a video game and i was like yeah. that's kind of hot that's kinda, i i can dig that uh, but also what was the machine called do you know the name of the machine that they plugged in to be able to uh, play as their ancestor the, i found the name of, i've got it in one of these tabs somewhere i i i, I don't know uh, if you don't remember I, that's cool that's totally cool i don't remember because i i only played the first one but there's like i think they're they're probably on like 10 15 of those games now and each one it's like it's a different ancestor, so it goes through, you know, it starts off in, like, the Knights Templar, but in, like, Leonardo da Vinci times, and it goes all the way through. It goes through, like, pirates, it goes through the Civil War, it goes through history, and it's kind of, like, teaching you history, too, which is kind of cool. Yeah, yeah, I, I love that history stuff. Uh, part part of why I love Anne Rice too. Uh, I was talking to my wife about this recently, and she's she's reading the Anne Rice books again. And uh, mm-hmm. we're just talking about like the rich history, how she kind of weaves it in. It, t- it teaches us stuff, you know. Uh, and so, okay, so I, I did link. If you guys are interested in what Matt's talking about, uh, there's a blog from Cornell University uh, discussing that idea of the the monkeys washing the potatoes. So if you want to read up on that, link is uh, both uh, both in the, in both chats, and you can check that out. So good stuff, Matt. I appreciate it. What else you got, my friend? What what about the dream states here? Now, if we're talking dreams and these DNA memories, do you think there is a link? And you did say reincarnation. Uh, is it? You think it could be both, possibly, or uh, one or the other? Or what are your thoughts here? Um, like I said, I believe more towards the reincarnation, the past life trauma being uh, across. Not necessarily. I mean, the genetics thing could be. I just have never experienced that. Like. 
thoughts from my ancestors or anything, or from like the genetics. But um, some of the stuff that Night Stalker was talking about is exactly right. Um, the ancestors are a big part of magic. A big part of um, honoring the ancestors is like a big, a big deal. Um, lots of rituals and things like that that go with it. And like he said, you know, you put a pictures of your ancestors up, and like when you walk into a room, you honor them. That's that's a real thing. And uh, I think it's more of a past life, past life regressions kind of thing. Where in your dreams, maybe you're seeing like your past lives, maybe, and that has to go with that time travel kind of thing too, where maybe you're seeing your past lives. And I think the whole reason for this is to heal those past, to heal those past traumas or try your best to heal them, even though it happened to your ancestors. Yeah. So, so, so that wisdom has been passed on. I don't know. Like, uh, I don't know. It's wild to me. It's wild to even consider. It, it doesn't doesn't seem magic to you. I mean, it doesn't seem like science at all. It seems like there's, you know, like we always talk about. Like James was saying that the, the you know the normal and the paranormal, and then eventually, like there's going to be no paranormal because it'll just be science and it'll be normal. This seems like so far out there that from life to life, just through the DNA, that that you know the the reproduction process, without ever passing on a lesson we're passing on novel lessons. Yeah, it, it's incredible, man. Like ju- just the concept is like mind boggling, right? Yeah, it's a good subject. Man. Thank you for talking about it. Yeah, yeah, for sure. For sure. Uh, my pleasure. Um, so, so what else you got? What are your ideas here? Have you ever had a dream sort of where you didn't realize you were, uh, maybe you weren't yourself, anything like this or, or not really? Um, no, like not personal experiences, but I believe more in like, how do I say this? Uh, so like in past life, like you have your past lives and like, say you were like shot in your past life, then you would have like a fear of guns. Is that are you following me? Yeah, exactly. That's ex- yeah, exactly. Yeah. So, so, or, uh, even they've said in like this reincarnation cycle, like if you got shot, like in the in the chest, you might have like a birthmark on your chest where that bullet mm-hmm. wound was, right? Things like that. Yeah, and there's people that can remember it and remember, you know, oh, I was stabbed or I was shot in this, you know, and then they have a birthmark there and they remember it. It's kind of, the, the reincarnation thing is kind of trippy, but I think that might be more how it goes through your dreams because it's your reincarnation. So it's going through your dreams, it's still you. So you might be having a dream of your past life and not even know it. Oops, I muted myself. Yeah, exactly. And so, so, so this becomes super foggy then, doesn't it? So, so it could, it literally could be the same thing sort of manifesting different ways, right? Through, through a dream state or through this idea of this epigenetics and DNA memory. So, so I wonder, right? Like, and that's why clearly it led me down this path of, okay, what about reincarnation? Because obviously that would be a way to do the same thing. It would be uh, that idea of the old soul, right? Like you, you've been, you've been around the block once or twice, had a few lives or whatever. And so, <laughs> right. You know what I'm saying? Like been around the cosmic block, right? <laughs> it just sounds, sounds, sounds goofy, but we'll just roll with that. But then, then if that's the case, then you're bringing some of those past uh, experiences into into the new life, right? It, it seems like it's identical. 
Yeah, it's definitely it could be both. Like you said, it could be genetics and past life, past lives. Yeah, kind of merging together in some weird troubled minds off the rail, maybe juice mess. Hey, man, sometimes <laughs> shit happens, right? <laughs> uh, great stuff, Matt. What else? What about uh, we've talked with you about the, the shamanic journey. What about that stuff? Do you think uh, like when uh, Derek called in, we were talking a little bit about the Akashic record. Do you think maybe that plays into this at all? Maybe that shamanic journey and maybe tapping into a maybe universal subconscious, something like that? Uh, yeah, I think, you know, with shaman, with the shaman journey, like back in the day, they didn't, you know, they didn't have doctors. So they had what we call witches or shamans, like uh, healers on the edge of the town that you go to. And these shamans, they would, what they would do is they, their services, they would help people, but their services was they would, um, what they could do is they could travel to the spirit world on your behalf and help fix or try to solve problems that you might have. So if you did have like a past life trauma, like say, um, just off the top of my head, like something, like say something happens to you and this goes back to the, um, this is kind of off, off a little bit, but they have this thing called soul fragments where if uh, like a traumatic experience happens, your, I guess, in, your um, inner child could like run away from it, right? And so say your inner child, they call it the shade, would run away and get lost in the spirit world. And you can grow up and not know that you're missing your shade. And then it's, and, and you would have problems in your life and then it's the shaman's job. His services is to go to the spirit world on your behalf and try to call upon the shade to bring it back, to bring back this past trauma, this past healing, and then come bring it back to you in the physical world and heal it. Am I okay. close? No, Follow yeah, me? maybe. No, no maybe. Uh, so I'm just processing here. So, okay, so in that... Uh, and so what did the shade do? It, it sort of stole that ancestral memory from you, right? Is what we're getting at here? Uh, no, your shade is like your inner child. They call, it's a different word for like your inner child. So it, um, you can lose that. You can, a piece of your soul get lost in the spirit world from like a traumatic experience. Okay, okay, I see. I see. I miss And the shaman the shaman would like go to the spirit world and retrieve it and bring it back. Bring it back and make you make you whole again. Spiritually. Yeah. Okay. All right. That makes sense. As part of that, so uh is there a trick to that? Is it is it all uh peyote and DMT? Or is there uh, <laughs> other ways to do that? I'm hey, I'm asking for a friend. <laughs> <laughs> um you you can learn it, it's there. It's like I said, I didn't uh this is, uh, I've learned this stuff, I read this stuff a long time ago, I haven't really looked it up recently. But uh, yeah, it, um, I believe in it, it's a thing, it's, it's the shamanic journeys. A okay. shaman like, travels to the spirit world, and that's like his job, his occupation. Right. And then brings back stuff to heal people, and help people. 
I love it. I love it. I love the idea. I knew you'd know something about it. That's why I asked. I tried to frame it as a shamanic journey here. It, it seems like this, uh, so much of this is connected, right? I mean, we're talking about dreams, and we're talking about epigenetics, and we're talking about the shamanic journey, and I even threw in DMT and peyote as sort of, sort of a wink, wink, halfway joke. But but I'm not sh- I'm not sure it's like a joking matter. Like this is this seems to be stuff that's um, um, pervasive. Uh, like it, it's. You kind of can't shake these 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 themes just kind of keep coming back around. Right. And I'm not so sure that we're like, you know, that I'm conjuring stories or something out of the ether here to bring back the same themes. It seems like nearly everything I talk about, you know, if it's not like something more, um, you know, kind of two feet on the ground, like the surveillance state or things like this, it seems like they always come back around to some similar themes. Right. So some of this metaphysics and some of this just sort of woo-woo stuff that uh, it kind of makes you wonder if there's something to it, right? Yeah, I believe in the metaphysics, so that's, that's why that's why I'm here. <laughs> yeah, right? 100%. 100%. Uh, I love it, man. I love it. Uh, what else you got for us tonight, my friend? Uh, that's going to be all. I just wanted to... I just, it's a good topic. It, I think, um, I like I was saying about the ancestors thing and the past... Or sorry, the um, past life thing is more what i was talking about but i do believe there maybe there is some genetics thing going on there where we can tap into the power of our ancestors and maybe that's something that we should we should look into just as a spiritual awakening for yourself like talk about your ancestors talk you know go like find your grandparents and get like a family tree and try to trace back your family tree as far as you can you learn some crazy stuff yeah, and maybe jog jog some of those uh, those subconscious memories that you have <laughs> that you didn't know you had, right? <laughs> Wild stuff. Wild stuff. You're the best. Matt, Matt in California. Always a pleasure. Thanks for, uh, thanks for sharing your wisdom and your knowledge with us. I appreciate it very much. All right. Thanks, Mike. Good night. Have a good one. Uh, tell Lacey I said hi. Thank you very much. Hi, uh, thanks. Thank you, thank you. All right, so so this is the thing, right? We're, we're this is why we do this. We get together because um, as much as I try and come up with wacky ideas, um, it's not it's not that I'm trying to just make shit up. And I that was a joke earlier, uh, and it kind of is, but it kind of isn't. I'm trying to come up with novel thoughts, right? That's what it is. It's not about making shit up. It's like, hey, you know, like what if you combine these two things? What if we talk about these things in tandem? What if uh, are these things related at all? And again, like this idea of this DNA memory. It seemed to sort of call the idea of uh, reincarnation, right? It, like, like it, it seemed to kind of hearken to that. And so, well, here we are uh, again. Like, a, there's a, there's a, a lot of a deep basis for this, and uh, great stuff for Matt as always. I appreciate it very much. Uh, so, let's go to. Uh, we're still doing this. Seven zero two nine five seven one zero three seven. Click the Discord link. Troubleminds.org. Let's go to Kelly in Colorado. What's up, brother? Are you there? Test one two. <coughs> Hey, how's it going? Good, man. You chilling? Another weird Wednesday on Troubled Minds. <laughs> yeah, good topic, man. Thank you, thank you. Uh, I'm sure you know something about this. What are your thoughts? Go right ahead, sir. Um, yeah, the whole passing down to the DNA. You know, that's that's kind of uh, science has been playing with that as well. They come out and talk about that. You know, like traumatic issues and stuff. I mean, I could see some of that that happening you know kind of like that example you know the learning example that with the uh, monkeys washing the potatoes that was a good one or you know it could be with like birds too 
birds learn to fish by like having a little fish in their in their beak and then they you know like waddle around wait till bigger fish come up or like throw it on top looks like floating bread or something and they snatch that up too but you know then they their their youngins do it as well but like what's interesting is where do they learn that you know but yeah that's um that's those are good examples man but um I don't know, man. Sometimes, like, I look at that, the whole DNA thing, you know. I, I could see that, you know, because you get, you get uh, examples, right? I, I mean, I'm not going to try to, you know, pick people's different, you know, personal issues, but, you know, like have, like, abused women, for example, right? They They say that, like, I don't know, it's like a trend, you know, like their ancestors before them, you know. Their mothers, their daughter, you know, their great grand grandmothers before them. It's just how how society was back in those days, you know. So, you know, the the trauma that's stamped on on what we call DNA or or like our genes. With you know, you get the stories too, where like people says, where you know, I always wonder, like, where where's the what generation is it is going to stand up against that, you know, get tired of it, you know, where they just, and no longer will affect them, you know, and doesn't, it won't let them control them, you know, where they call break the cycle or something. Yeah. I was going to say that. Yeah, exactly. Like, uh, I'm glad you brought that up because it seems like there is, you know, we talk about these cycles a lot, not just like with the abuse or things like this, right? There's like a, you know, a child sexual abuse that happens, uh, you know, r- regular traumatic abuse, like violence, but then also there's other stuff like maybe maybe addiction. Maybe addiction is part of these like learned DNA cycles too, right? And so exactly at what point do you shake out the bad stuff? Because you can't, right? You can't just be like, okay, I'm only going to take the good DNA memory forward. You can't because it's, it's again, based in trauma. And I was reading on some of this other stuff. You, you'll probably find this fascinating is that uh, they were saying that the adrenaline kick is – it's one theory when that happens the adrenaline kicks it leaves some sort of dna marker and that's what passes so it's sort of those ideas of like those super um moments where you know some something literally like trauma and it's in the, the the adrenaline kick somehow leaves a like a stain in the dna in the genes and that's what gets passed on wild stuff man right like doesn't it doesn't this seem like magic i mean shit we're talking about like 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 passing on information from two individuals that may have never met. Like, let's say your great, great, great grandmother. You know what I mean? Like, you never met that person. I never met that person. But we're still carrying around knowledge from that person. That, that If that doesn't seem like magic, I don't know what the hell is, right? Yeah, I mean, that, that type of stuff, that's what people would call a theory or, you know, that's like our my native side of the fan, you know, like our my native side where it's you know, they've always talked we always talk about, you know, your grandparents, you know, the the uh, you know, passing down on knowledge and some of that is true where, you know, it's not only that you won't even know them, you know, you, you it'd be just that those type of things are, you know, it, it's a great thing, you know. Not all of it has has to be bad, you know. But yeah, like no, some it- of those problems. Uh, that's where you probably get like the whole fight or flight, you know, feeling where 
you know, either you're going to fight or you're going to run, you know, so that, that's, uh, I'm pretty sure that's that type of, you know, trauma has been, you know, been pressed throughout DNA. I mean, I could go a few examples, like even further where, you know, where some of that stuff is just, it, it's prevalent, you know, just the way people, you know, where people were like, um, let's say the ruling class, right? Kings and queens. Even then, you know, they were talking about always sticking with their own DNA, you know, marrying their, their cousins or like, uh, you know, inside the family, you know, that type of stuff. You know, where did that whole came from? You know, that whole type of stuff. You know, the governing of people and stuff like that. Just the knowledge being passed down through generations and generations, millennia, man. But again, you know, so when is it, like I was trying to come to, it's like, where, where does that got to stop? You know, it's got to, or, or does it really? So it is, maybe it doesn't affect that one person per se, but maybe it skips generations. And that's and, and and you know that does happen in, you know in some well you know maybe does that you know it never stops it could just skip a generation or are you strong enough to break that cycle? Yeah, I wonder. I wonder if that's the thing, right? It, it, if that is sort of sort of our demons, you would describe it as right, like like sort of that. Uh, like they say, right? They say that, uh, for instance, you know, with the Bruce Bruce Lee family, right? So Bruce Lee had some sort of uh, demons with uh, maybe he was cursed by the, the the Chinese kung fu masters who didn't like him teaching their secrets or whatever, right? That's one of the stories, and so they cursed him, and so that curse uh, goes through. Uh, it it actually sticks to the DNA and passes on to wouldn't you know it his son, and his son also passes away in really suspicious uh, horrific circumstances very much like his father so i wonder i wonder if that's like that cycle like you're describing here of breaking the uh, the demons like the demons inside of us are not necessarily let's say biblical metaphorical but maybe maybe that's just genetics bro <laughs> what the f right yeah man i mean a lot of things that uh, i mean you 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 can see it, you know, in different type of people. Like, uh, you know, it's, sometimes it was sad to see. You know, I I don't know if I could, you know, people if you can read people read people, right? But you know, just like I met, you know, just for example, I met like you know, growing up, different people. And then you go to their homes and and you kind of see like where the person would be, would get that attitude or get that, you know, where they would portray themselves and, you know, within their families, you know, genetics. Well, like, again, man, before is before is like, you always, we've always talked about, is, you know, I believe it's in your DNA, all this stuff, everything. Passed down with, let's like, uh, nice talk about things, you know, the, the so-called junk DNA. I mean, there's a lot of stuff that we're still tapping in now and, you know, I'm glad technology's, you know, Hopefully they can share that though, not just hold, you know hold with with hold that from people you know because they've they I don't know if they want to even release some of this stuff to you know maybe they just want this trauma uh, alive and uh, going through generations. Yeah, it could be. It could be, and I think that's the craziest part about this. It it does fit so many of these these molds of uh, metaphysics right like uh, like uh, the woo woo like this this suddenly becomes okay we've got actual a scientific basis for 
I don't know, like a, like a universal subconscious, that a generational universal subconscious, or, right, the Akashic Record, right? Like somehow passing down information from the past without actually passing it on. It's like encoded in our genome, which seems absurd, right? I mean, the thought of this is pretty, pretty nuts, pretty nuts to me. Yeah. I mean... I don't know. I can go. To, uh, there's like four different rabbit holes I can go down on this one, but it's like if we we I only got so much time. We'd have to uh, do this on another time frame. Sure, sure. You, you want to do it on another time frame? <laughs> Let's schedule it, bro. <laughs> What's the best day for you? <laughs> oh man, we'll, we'll have to get a hold of you when you can. You know, you're always welcome. You already know. You already know. All right. So, so uh, anything else? What else you got for us? What we got you on? Agreed, 100%. Uh, embarrassment of riches, uh, our cup overfloweth, all that good stuff. So many great people as part of this, and you as well. Thank you, Kelly. Kelly in Colorado, longtime friend of mine. Uh, say say hi to Michelle for me. Appreciate you guys listening. Thanks again for calling. You're the best, brother. All right, man. Have a good night. You too. Thank you very much. Uh, we're still talking about this. Uh, our DNA memories, ancestral dreams. You think there's a link here? Uh, do you think there's a link with, uh, we talk about metaphysics, we talk about science, and there's a scientific basis here. We Again, back to that, the experiment with the mice. They put them in like a common place. Uh, they shocked them once, and then uh, they put them, they, they scattered to, to like their safe spot, and then they put them back in the common space, and then they uh, put a scent of cherry blossom in the air. And then they shocked them. And then so it was like that conditioned response, the Pavlov dog thing, right? But what happened is eventually they didn't have to shock them anymore. They just put the scent of cherry blossom in the air, and then they freaked out and then went to their spaces, right? So there was a traumatic experience brought about by the, the cherry blossom smell. Now, what happened was they, they removed these mice entirely. They let them breed in, you know, two to three generations of mice down the, down the line here. They bring their offspring into this same place, with the, which they've never been, and they do the cherry blossom smell, and their offspring freak and run, and they've never been shocked, right? So there's like this idea of this DNA memory that's passed down through our genes, which is, again, scientifically verified. But if that doesn't sound like magic and woo, I don't know what does. Like this, this is like WTF is really going on with this. So I was like, all right, well, what if this is the case with our dreams as well? We're tapping into not just our DNA space of uh, learning from our ancestors, but what if we're still getting sort of tuned into uh, that knowledge through our dream space as well? I don't know. Uh, put the two together and you got a trouble mind show. 702-957-1037. Let's go to Jennifer in Missouri. Thanks for being patient with my rambles. Go right ahead, my friend. Great show last night. Welcome to Trouble Minds, Jennifer. Hello, Mike. Yeah, it's a good show tonight. Thank you, thank you. I think, um, yeah, the, the, gen the genetic memory thing, I think there is something, well, yeah, it's there for sure, I think. It seems that way. Like the, the sea turtles, you know, like the, the mother sea turtle goes, you know, miles, so many, so many miles, hundreds of miles maybe thousands of miles, you know, a great distance and goes to specific places, puts her eggs there. And then the little baby turtles somehow know 
to swim, you know, so many hundreds or thousands of miles back to where <laughs> the mother sweet, the, the sea turtle had swam from. It's really impressive. They just know it. Like all the different creatures and everything. It's amazing. It's definitely, you know, it's the memory is in the, in the DNA, it seems. And, and they just have it, you know, we all have it, I think. And I, I don't know how it fits into it, I guess, but like I've had dreams of different time periods for sure. Like I've had, I had one involving my ancestors. For example, my Nima. I had this one dream. It's real quick. Um, I was in a house and I was like a young girl and like, young, like a little girl. And there was a woman by a sink and her back was to me and she was kind of young. And I remember her turning around, just glancing to me and I could see that it was my Mima. and like, it looked like her, but younger, like much younger. And she told me to put the baby in the car. And I was like, okay. And I just went over and picked up this baby and put her and put the baby, like took the baby out to the car and put the baby in a car seat in the car. And what's really weird, or I put him in the car. I just remember putting this baby in a car. And what's really weird about that, because I told my mom about the dream and told her that I'd seen Meemaw because Meemaw had passed away. And it was years after Meemaw had passed away. And she told me that she asked about the house itself and about what Meemaw looked like and everything. And I had not seen pictures of my Meemaw looking like she did there. I'd seen her like in her, you know, like maybe her 40s or her 50s or something like that. But I hadn't seen any. She was like 20 something. Like she was real young. And I wondered if I was like, and my mother was the oldest of the, of all the girls. And I wondered if I was somehow like in my mother's body or something and or something weird like that. Cause there was no way I could have known about like, there was no way. And then another dream that happened, um, my great uncle Arnold, he had uh, lost his legs in World War II. And I only remember him because I remember when I was like five that he didn't have legs <laughs> and he had this, uh, like this, you know, those carts that, that the people who don't have legs use. I'm not sure what they're called right now. I can't remember the name for them, but you know, it's like a, it's like a scooter type of thing. Anyway, he'd give the kids ride on his lap <laughs> on his scooter thing. And I remember that. And I was like five. And a f like two years back, I had this dream where I was like in the downtown of a, like some city. And I went up this walk up stairway up to an apartment and there was this little apartment and there were all these people kind of having a party. And it was definitely a different time period. Like everybody was dressed different and they were playing records and having drinks. And there was this man there and he had like, black slicked back hair and a white t-shirt and he was slim and like black slacks and he was playing records and he danced with me in the dream and was like really like very nice and everything it wasn't it wasn't weird or anything he was just like and he was being very like so happy and it was my uncle Arnold <laughs> like I called my mom and I was like I saw uncle Arnold in a dream, I think. And I described him to her and I had never seen a picture of uncle Arnold with his legs or young with black hair. And, but it was him like, and cause he, when he was old, I only saw him when he was a very old man. 
And somehow I was seeing him like in a different time period in his apartment. Like they had this apartment in the city and, and it was so strange. And then I had had another dream real quick where, and it was a really far back time period. Like every, I was this woman and there were like these children and there was a, like a hole, the house was like a hole in the ground, like a dirt mound or something. And the door like went into the dirt mound into this house that was built into the side of a hill. And there were these horses that came like in the dream running, like galloping. And everyone ran into that hole, into that house in the ground and were like terrified. And I remember that dream just being like, what the heck is that? Like it was like some completely different time period where there was like, you know, like run, like <laughs> men on horses. So I don't know, um, but it was this crazy, you know, I don't know if it's some kind of memory of some kind or if you're carrying even the memories of other family members in your gene, like in your genes and you may occasionally tap into dreams where you're seeing the same family members or the same people kind of circulating genetically and you're sharing some of the same memories or something. I don't know, but it's very strange. Isn't it? All of it. It's very weird. It, it's very weird. <laughs> and, and, and it does it does seem to line up like Matt was describing sort of the, uh, the shamanic journey or uh, saying that maybe um, uh, the idea of, you know, uh, uh, reincarnation fits into this 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 sort of idea. And, and I think it all does. And, and uh, it just seems so. It seems so uncanny. All of this. It's just like it's just like wait. Like, I mean, we're people, right? Like, like people, consciousness. We, you know, we we're you know beat our chest and howl at the moon, and we're like, uh, you know, we are people. Hear us roar. But I mean, for fuck's sakes, this is happening with mice. You know what I mean? It's like, it's like right. wait, like what, what the hell's going on now? Like, it, 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 at some point, science is like given away to the woo, right? Imagine when they finally decipher all this scientifically. Like I think I think what we are and what this is, this this whole reality of what we live in, it's gonna be mind blowing. Because when they figure all this shit out, oh boy. <laughs> right? Oh boy. There's a lot here. There's a lot here. Right. Yep. Good show. Great show tonight. Thank you, thank you. Uh, and you have heard of this DNA memory before, right? Yep. Genetic memory. <clears throat> I mean I think I think it's definitely a thing. I think all the animals do it. They know exactly what to do. Nothing has to teach them how to do it. They just do it. You know, like um, a spider doesn't master weaving a web. It just does it. It knows it. It knows it's supposed to do that and exactly how to do it. It just knows how to do it. I mean, it seems like it would just be doing, like, but it's really odd. But then you everything's doing it. Everything knows to do what it's supposed to do from something. Nothing taught it to do it. It's not necessarily like it's mimicking something. I mean, there is the case where you have like, uh, like the potato washing thing and stuff like that, where they they've been taught to do it, and then that's really interesting. The same thing with your the thing with the mice. I think you know where it's being taught and it's being imprinted in the memory DNA live. You know what I mean? It's a situ- It's a it's a lab tested scenario. Lot you know it's right in front of us seeing how it works and that it is something that somehow the memory from the previous creature carries on to the next generation of creatures that they will do it. It must be, I wonder if it continues to go on and on and on. Like what if we're doing things from genetic memory from like the sixties, you know, from like before most, you know, before most of us were born or the seventies or 
or even the 80s or the 90s. Before that, I wonder how close is that? Obviously, right behind us, because in the case of the mice, it was immediate, you know, an immediate carryover of the knowledge about this or the wariness about that. So I wonder how close it is and what the effects of that would be. So if you have, like, right now, whatever's happening right now, and the generations that will be born next, if they'll have memory of these things happening right now and will act differently in accordance with that since it's been imprinted on the DNA as a traumatic memory. Like, I don't know. It it, it seems very likely. Yeah, it it does seem likely. And you know what's bizarre, too? We we live in this space where, you know, when we were young, uh, there there was, you know, no internet or the access was very, very limited or, you know, it wasn't like it is today. So I wonder, right? I wonder if this genetic memory is somehow going to be carried on through maybe internet trauma? You know what, I, you know what I'm saying? Like, oh, shit. Yes. I, I would think if, it's, if, if the smell of, you know, cherry blossom or whatever it is, is enough to carry, like something as simple as that. But a very powerful thing, is just, that'd be like a, the stimuli would have to be a very specific and repetitive stimuli, I think, for it to imprint. And so I, but apparently, I mean, if it can be done in the, I wonder how long they carried on that experiment. And my, I mean, a mouse doesn't live very long. A mice. A mice doesn't live very long. But like, no, but a mouse doesn't live very long. So you would assume that, I mean, it's like, well, but in perspective of the life of the mouse, I suppose it went on for quite a while. So I'm not sure how long they were doing the experiments on the mice, but, you know, if you could put that in perspective of how long of an exposure to the certain, to the certain scenario would it take, I know, for it to actually imprint. We all have the basic stuff already down of how we're going to act and how we're going to conduct our, ourselves as humans you know but yeah I, I i think the genetic memory thing is is but i didn't realize it was so so close like yeah. so instant i didn't i didn't realize it would be that way and that's Next really, generation that's really strange yeah and again yeah, right so incredible. so what is this science or woo or both <laughs> isn't science like woo disguised as being professional (laughs) kind of it really is like science is just it's it's like it's official woo right we're gonna talk about woo stuff in a very official way (laughs) and then we'll call it science and we'll make it official and then it won't be woo anymore it'll be science (laughs) so exactly yeah i think science and woo are hand in hand kind of the same a thing. lot of times yeah yeah it seems like in a lot of the woo we just haven't figured out exactly the scientific method to like untangle it just quite yet yeah wild stuff to unwoo it <laughs> unwoo it yeah, that, that's, yeah that's a t-shirt right there unwoo it <laughs> great, unwoo it with science right exactly great stuff as always Thanks. jennifer you're the best uh, what else you got for us tonight yeah great show tonight thank you that's all it's a good show and very fun have a good night Thank you. You too. Uh, Jennifer here has a YouTube channel. Uh, she was here last night with us as well, doing the whole show. Please give her some love. Uh, follow, uh, scroll down. Link is in the description. It says follow Jennifer here. Thank you for the phone call, my friend. Always a pleasure. We'll talk to you soon. Bye. Thanks a lot. There you go. Easy as that. 702-957-1037. Uh, again, like I said, embarrassment of riches. We have so many amazing people that call into this show. It's just what it is. Like, uh, like, like uh, again, back to, back to my friend in uh, Turkey. He says he listens to us over there, and he wants to just fast forward all the callers and listen to me. I'm like, why, bro? I'm like, why? <laughs> like, let's listen to all these amazing people. Why are you going to do that? Like, fine, maybe I'm okay sometimes, but holy shit. 
like uh, if you're if you're skipping calls, you're missing like the best part of this whole show. Uh, so so yeah, I don't know. Like like I said, I, I don't have answers here. You know me. I'm not I'm not trying to like force feed anything to anybody. But but it is curious, interesting, and all the rest of that. By the way, we still have time for you. Seven zero two nine five seven one zero three seven. That's seven zero two nine five seven one zero three seven. Click the Discord link troubleminds.org. Let me check all the places. Make sure we're good. Uh, we still got Kelly here. I don't know if he's still hanging. Wants has anything else to say? If you got anything, uh, Kelly just chime in you know how to do it uh but but i think i think basically when we come down to what this is it 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 doesn't seem very um scientific it just doesn't what's up kelly you there test one two oh wait that's uh that's daryl what's up daryl we hear you. We hear Hold you on a second. About. Oops, sorry. Hold on. I'm coming. Right. I'm coming. That's right. <laughs> I'm coming. I'm coming. That's all right. That's all right. We're good. We're good. All right. All right. So uh, we got we got Daryl. Daryl in New York. We're going to talk to Herman in just a moment here. I was like, what the hell just happened? I can hear myself talking back to myself. It's so strange. It's so strange. Michael Strange talking to Michael Strange. That's super woo right there. Daryl in New York. Welcome to Trouble Minds. How are you tonight? Hold on. I think I have an echo. Okay. Hold on a second. I'm going to mute myself. Okay. All right. Sounds good. When you get it, when you get it figured, let me know. Let's see. What do we got? Rolling through the chat here. How's everybody doing tonight? Just hanging out. Another weird Wednesday on Troubled Minds, and uh, we're figuring out our tech issues here. Um, so the best thing too, if you want to, uh, if you're wondering how to work Discord, the best way is turn on uh, streamer mode. It will keep the beeps beeps from going in the background, and then um, just mute the stream before you hop in or right around the time you do, and keep yourself muted until the stream stops. And then there we go. Okay. I'm st- Am I here? Still, you're here. I'm still hearing it in the back. But I think we can we can power through this. Go right ahead. What are your thoughts on this, Derek? Okay. This DNA memory and an- ancestral dreams. Well, real fast, I had a couple of thoughts. Um, yes, I totally believe that um, everybody that goes through past life regression, it's possible that they could be remembering their memories of their ancestors. And then also deja vu, you know, deja vu where you feel like it's something so familiar. Maybe you're remembering something your parents remembered, you know, and it's just so uncanny that you just feel like you've been there before. Maybe you were because your parents were there before. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, so, sort of walking in their footsteps type of thing. And you don't know it until you do it. And then you're like, shit, I've been here. Yeah, that's odd. Exactly. That's odd. Yeah, I love it. And then I was thinking like, like, like the Dalai Lama, let's say. I don't know. There's a few like um, anomalies in this theory that maybe it's your parents' memories, but then how do you reincarnate into a Dalai Lama? Let's say because that that kid is like sometimes they're alive when the Dalai Lama is still alive, or, or I'm not even sure how that works. But they're not related. You know, they're not related by blood. But they know who the next Dalai Lama is just by incarnation. Like they just know it is, and then he has the memory of the Dalai Lama's. So, whatever and then the kids that are like sometimes there are kids that remember when they were murdered in a in a war in their past lives and they could solve their murder but they're not they couldn't possibly remember their grandparents lives or their you know their father's lives if they were born already i don't know it's confusing it must be like a generation skip you know yeah, what I'm saying? Is, yeah, it is confusing. I, I think that's why that's why this is such a fascinating thing tonight is because 
is it uh is it is it just science is is it genetics is it like how much are we passing on and is it trauma again back to that idea that we have you know maybe maybe the adrenaline surge is what causes that you know genetic marker that does pass you know like because because how would you like think about it like our entire life experience from you know uh, not to be dark here but from birth to death like like it, it's a lot of information and so how in particular would you mark a gene to pass on that's important, right? I think maybe that adrenaline surge makes some sense that there it's leaving some sort of genetic marker to pass, right? To pass on that that does make some sense to me. And by the way, I think I think in in those terms as well, if you have people that have particularly more traumatic lives for whatever reason, like let's say people that lived during World War II went to war, maybe survived the war, had horrific experiences, and came out of it. Right. Like they would have like just an unbelievable imprint of all these like crazy, like adrenaline surges that they're passing on. You know, I mean, think about the baby boomer generation, like the whole the whole point. You know, again, I I hate the term. That's why I say baby boomer, because right to be boomers a slur. Don't don't say that word, guys. It's like I don't like maligning an entire generation, but baby boomers in particular is is that uh, a lot of them are children of the World War II people that came back. And so those individuals have, the, the World War II vets have an unbelievably, like, like, line of traumatic experiences that they survived and were able to maybe pass on. So I wonder if it says something about, sort of like we were talking about last night with Jennifer, maybe the, 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 the cult, the, uh, the 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 death cult of Saturn, right? That whole bit. Maybe there's something to that in this idea that we just can't escape the past, no matter no matter how hard we try, because it's going to be passed on. And like Kelly was saying, maybe other uh, traumatic events, like uh, maybe abuse or things like that. Like I said, maybe addiction. I don't know, Daryl. This shit gets super complicated, doesn't it? Well, there was something um, about a gamma ray that occurs at conception. Or it occurs during orgasm, maybe. Or it, uh, there, there was just like a. There was some talk about this. I think David Adair mentioned that he wanted to capture something with a gamma ray to ty- kind of enhance your DNA with a gamma ray burst. Um, but I think that moment of conception happens with a, supposedly a gamma ray occurs physically, and maybe that enhances, you know, the the future person, uh, you know, that, that becomes part of their, you know, envelops their past, or their past genetics gets passed on at that moment with all the memories of their parents, you know, it starts right there, boom, you know, that's just a thought, just saying, um, anyway. You never know, that's you never I- know. Okay, so, so let me ask you then, so you've heard of this DNA memory stuff, right? Oh, I, I believe in it. I kind of believe that everybody um, has the memories of their ancestors somewhere. I don't know if they could be tapped, but I'm sure that we're, we're definitely all part of our ancestors. We, we inherited everything else. The thing is, are we inheriting consciousness? Like, is it, is ah. it split? <laughs> ah. <laughs> there's the question. Now, there's the question. Yeah. And so, again, once you take that DNA memory and you tie it into the dream state, that, again, dreams are so abstract, it's almost like it's an injection from the past, right? If you had some, 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 some of these DNA markers that don't really culminate until you're in the moment, kind of like you described the deja vu, you've been there, but you don't feel like you've been there till you're there. 
then maybe this situation is we we we're carrying around this knowledge with us and it doesn't culminate till it needs to meaning that is this dream state um in our abstract dreams sort of a culmination of this this dna memory sort of uh reminding right. us right i don't know that's why i'm like uh i'm like i wonder if it's connected it seems like it might be connected but i don't know what sure. the hell do i know what do i know Dad? I mean, come on now i don't even think whatever you mentioned prior like do we have an aversion towards like bugs or snakes only because our ancestors had that aversion and it was just passed to us? It's so universal at this point. Like we all have a common, you know, we have, all have an ability to see beauty even. Even children understand beauty, you know. Um, it was, I, I read some study that they, even as infants they can appreciate a beautiful face even though they're just babies, you know. They can they can react to beauty in, in some ways, and that, it's that passed on. So, and we inherit all these other, you know, all these other unnecessary things or illnesses or whatever personality, whatever. But you know, are we appreciate it. Like, do we have the fears of our fears that are kind of universal, like to to cockroaches or rats or, or snakes, those kind of things? You know, do they come from our relatives? And maybe at one point, you know, we just didn't have that. That it was passed on to us. Maybe, maybe we never had an aversion to those things. But it, it seems so many things are semi-universal. You know, even love. You know, maybe we we inherited love. You know, the feeling of love, that wonderful feeling. All of our emotions is that part of our consciousness, and even our dreams. Where do we go when we're dreaming? Can we inherit their dreams based on their reality? I don't know. It's it's all good. It's all great stuff. I I just love the love your topics. You really came up with something great again. Thank you. Uh, I try. I try. I I think I think you're spot on with a lot of that too. Is that uh, how how do we know? Like like again, you know, I I always cite my dog. You know, but poor 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 baby's passed away now. But we got him as a puppy, right? He, and and you know, he was very 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 small, and he was like could barely walk. Like we probably got him too soon. You know, like he he probably should have been nursing for another week or a couple of weeks. You know, but we got him, and he was a baby, and you know, he, he was barely just learning to walk and that type of stuff. But somehow, even though, right, he didn't know how to, like, really do dog things yet, he still knew how to be a dog, you know? Like, we, we took him out, and like I always say, you know, he, he like, the, fir- the very first time I saw him try and lift up his leg to pee was the most adorable thing I could, I've ever seen, because he could barely stand. And so he was right. still, like, trying to, like, three-leg it to piss, and I was like... What the? How how do you know to do that? You know, like <laughs> a little baby, like you don't know shit about anything yet. But he knew, right. like uh, Ronald said over in the chat over on Rockman, he's all everybody knows. Mike, don't piss on your leg. <laughs> so there it is. <laughs> and he, he didn't know yet, right? But he still he still kind of knew. It it's the craziest thing. It's just like um just like uh Jennifer was saying with the spider in the web. N- nobody teaches a spider how to how to build the web. They just do it. And not only that, they do it, and then they catch things and they eat the things. I mean, it's crazy. It's it's the craziest stuff, you know. Like like how we're sort of locked into this cycle of well, what what is it? I don't know. Is, is it actual ep- epigenetics? Is this science or is this woo, Daryl? If you got if you got to pin it down to one thing, which one is it? I think I think it's science. Personally, I kind of think it is science. I don't think it's that new at all. To me, it sounds very logical. Doesn't it sound logical to you? I, I find it very logical. That makes a lot more sense than, you know, I think it makes more sense than maybe reincarnating into a new body. I mean, even a friend of mine, she had memories of a past life where she was very, very rich and lived in a castle. 
you know, and she was a princess. She was royalty. And I'm sure maybe that's possible genetically, totally possible, you know, if you go back back in time. You know, maybe she did have that royal blood boy. I mean, just the luck of the draw, you know, you don't get, you don't, don't necessarily incarnate into bloodline that you were, or maybe your bloodline just got poor or something, you know? You got, uh, they, they fell apart or something, I'm not sure, you know? I don't know. Uh, I think it's all possible. I don't, I don't have, you know, some people, how come people don't remember being a slave or being uh, poor, you know? Or do we? Or is that our, our destiny to keep in part? I don't know. That's, I, I, I think, think uh, consult uh, yesterday's show, <laughs> the, the Death Cult of Saturn. Maybe, maybe that's what that's, this, this is. Maybe it's, again, it's passed on for so, so, so long and so deep that, um, right, like, like we have recurring themes, you know, uh, like we were describing earlier, like Kelly was saying, uh, sort of like maybe these addiction themes or maybe these abuse themes or, right, and they, and they seem to uh, be in this cycle that uh, we can't, we can't break because because it, it, it's so pervasive in just humanity where, you know, you may dodge it this life, but guess what? You're going to get one of those things next life. You know what I mean? Right, exactly. Or, you know, sometimes you remember being a man, then you remember being a woman, and then the, the, your whole family is still there, but you're in different roles. You know, your father is now your husband, and your mother's now your daughter, or something like that, you know? That's, an, that's another thought. But what if you don't have children? You know, what if you're that soul waiting for that, uh, in, I don't know, there's, that's a, like kind of a parallel, <laughs> you know, a, a perpendicular subject. Almost. Now, now you're just, now you're just yeah. building a mind fuck, Daryl. Now you've done it. Now you've really, this is all your fault, Daryl. This is all your fault. <laughs> no, all good, all good. Opportunity to incarnate. Oh, well, I'll take it. I'll take any family, you know, I'm waiting this long. I just adopt me. <laughs> yeah, I don't there you know. Go. There you go. Uh, you're ours, Daryl. We can't get ready now. You, you, you belong to us. You're a tr- troubled minds fan. All right. So, so w- with with all this, I don't know. Science woo. You say you say probably more science, less woo. I'm I'm oh. I'm flipping a coin here. I, I think it's uh, I think it's all related. I think this is one of those things where uh, science hasn't discovered this yet. But I think that. Uh, this is wacky. Oh, by the way, too, I, d- I didn't get a chance to bring this up because so many great calls between here and there. But what about this? What about passing on knowledge from from this uh, this DNA memory? But I brought up the idea a little bit earlier. What if you had Merlin in your lineage or some ascendant master? Do you think that maybe somehow, some way, some of us have the ability to, to lock into... Some sort of like super Merlin power, you know what I'm saying? Something like that. You gotta wonder, even like these like savants that they have these amazing talents. Like, where does that come from? You know, that's like the secret of you know the wonder of genius. You know, these incredible geniuses. That that has to be genetic somehow. You know, you gotta wonder, or you know, who knows? We have you know maybe we have the god the blood of the gods. You know, whatever they were. You know, somehow maybe, you know, it's like, um, you know, it will be passed down, not necessarily, you know, your generation, but the next, you know, it will skip a generation or two. I mean, as long as you keep on reading, assuming you you keep reading, I, I'm assuming, you know, you're going to get some kind of wondrous genetic marvel if you have the right, you know, combination. You know, you just have to have that right mate, you know. 
Maybe, uh, you know, you're going to mate with your, your future father or something. Who knows? Maybe that's the kind of incest that works, you know? That's the incest that's not exactly incest, but it's a spiritual incest, maybe. <laughs> it's, uh, <laughs> there's there's got to be a better name for it than that. Uh, yeah, that's I that's definitely that's a t-shirt, though, spiritual incest. No, no, wait, wait. I, I, I think, okay, so we do have a store coming, and it was going to go to troubledfans.com. I think we may change it to spiritualincest.com. <laughs> no, we won't do that. They said if there are soul groups, you know, that you're, you know, you'll see your father in, in, you know, the light, you know, and then suddenly you're all part of this one big collective kind of family. You'll see all of the people that, you know, you've known in your past, and then you wind up being their family or their parents or their siblings. You wind up, you know, your, your father's now your sibling or who knows, you know. You know, now you're, you're your father. You become the male person, you know. You, you change genders. You know, it's confusing, but is it life? <laughs> Yeah, right. It, exactly. Like I always say, it's it's not it's not an easy road, you know. Like uh, it seems like some people have it easy, but you never know what people are battling inside and all the rest of that. You know what I mean? And I, and I don't mean that for yeah. me. I'm, I'm not. Trust me. I'm not. I'm not crying out for help. I promise you that. I'm just saying that. Like you never know. You just never know with people. And so uh, that's why I always say, like let's let's be let's be as cool and chill as we can. Let's be in cool and chill exactly. as we can. Like let's uh. Let's respect and let's let's hang and let's uh, be patient and you never know you never know what kind of trauma people are going through and not only that right if we're talking about the this idea of DNA memories right maybe maybe the trauma is not even from their lifetime like they're battling again back to that idea of the demons you know back to the Bruce Lee story things like this right like maybe it is passed on and these demons haven't been shaken for uh, you know out of the bloodline for thousands of years type stuff i mean there's some there's some freaky shit here you know like the the, the deeper you go the longer you think about it the more you kind of get creeped out amazing yeah stuff. exactly 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 but you know i don't know and what happens when you don't have you know you don't pass on your genes you know you're you're the end of your line you know what happens to those souls you know do they do they i don't know Maybe just, you just have to um, wait in that waiting room, that green room of uh, purgatory or whatever it is. The, the, the Beetlejuice room. Take a number. <laughs> oh, I don't want to have children. I had 10 last time I was on, you know, on the earth. I never stopped breeding. Now I want to not breed. I don't know. Maybe yeah. I had that, uh, had that destiny, that past history. Who knows? Maybe you were Genghis yeah. Khan in another life and you, you have, have, a, have, have, have a 10 million, <laughs> 10 million offspring already. <laughs> who knows who knows yeah. I don't know wild shit wild shit yeah, you're the best Daryl what, what else you got for us tonight regarding uh, okay. DNA memories ancestral dreams all the oh yeah that's it. another thing I was thinking what are we what are we DNAing out of ourselves you know I think um, I mean I've seen people's you know I've seen like results of this new um, you know DNA uh, RNA uh, you know thing that's going around that is changing people living and being born and they don't look like us anymore I've seen babies being born that certainly don't look like you you know the babies that we're used to seeing there's definitely something changed in them and I wonder you know how much are we tampering with our food with our DNA that we're not going to we're going to unbreed out some really desirable characteristics and really get some undesirable ones and we'll, we're going to find out soon enough I think but I've seen it or I've seen it already I'm, even living people like they're 
their arms are like not even their arms anymore. You know, they they, they split open. I don't know. I don't want to go there. I don't want to get you taken down. But you know, it's very strange. <laughs> thank you, Th- thank thank you for not getting me banned from YouTube, Daryl. I appreciate it very much. <laughs> let some things go. You know, let let's get our food back in into its original state and keep human beings human. You know. Yeah. Amen. Amen. Uh, back, back to uh, refer to the last night's show. Back to that whole bit of transhumanism, right? At some at some point, the takeover begins, and uh, there's going to be people that they say are uh, pure blooded, and then those that are going to be uh, electronic transhumanist bastardized robots to do the bidding of the elites. <laughs> oh God. <laughs> Amen. Amen. Uh, Daryl, Daryl, you're the best. I appreciate, uh, appreciate you very much. Uh, thanks for calling. Thanks for listening. You're uh, uh, trouble minds fam uh, through and through. And uh, by the way, Daryl has a YouTube channel. Uh, like I said, uh, this is not, this is not about the plug fest about uh, t- trying to do this to, for people, but let me tell you something. If you help me and contribute and love this show and are part of this, I have absolutely no problem sharing your YouTube channels and the things you're trying to sell and all the rest of that. I think it's only fair. So uh, Daryl here has a YouTube channel. She sings in English and French. Check it out. Scroll down. Links in the description. Give Daryl some love. Follow her channel. And uh, always a pleasure, my friend. Daryl in New York. Uh, Look forward to hearing from you the next time. You bet, Michael. Thanks for a great show. Thank you very much. Oh, interesting. Thanks for a great call. Thank you. Thank you. All right. All right, so uh, I think that kind of puts us right at the perfect time frame to just wind this up. So you guys know how this goes. This one's for this one goes to uh, Jay in New York. Uh, the bad news is we're done. The good news is, God willing, we've got tomorrow. That's for Grandma as well. And so the thing is, uh, I don't know. Like uh, uh, sometimes, sometimes, like I said, um, inspiration is a funny thing. And where does it come from? I don't even fucking know. Uh, it, it's like uh, you know, you read a bunch of stuff and try and put some things together and come up with a novel concept and tonight here we are I, I'm, I'm a little bit proud of this one in the sense that uh, i've never heard anybody talk about this in these terms and that's good that's a good thing i'm not trying to copy anybody i'm not trying to give you guys stale shit that was said you know 10 years ago and if i stumble across it by accident or you know or do resurrect something that's a an old necro thread they call it uh so be it uh, i'm not trying to do those things i'm trying to come up with new ideas new new thoughts new concepts basically philosophy right and so that's what this is all about it's about uh, getting together and just trying to like take our brains to places they haven't been yet the, the things they haven't been maybe considered before and uh, if i've done that at, at any point ever then i've done my job and uh thank you so much for being part of this you guys know the drill we're g- gonna get the hell out of here and uh there you go uh that one's for jay he says maybe a minute in the lake of fire all right i'll come say hi after the show we have a um, a discord if you guys haven't joined that please at troubledminds.org click the discord link uh, many times after the show not so much anymore because i'm so tired anymore my sleep schedule is so wrecked uh, that I, I can't stay up all night, but um, uh, I, many people can pop in and say hi. So if you haven't uh, came to say hi to Daryl here, Daryl's in the chat often with us, all kinds of people, Jennifer, APOC, you name them, uh, Jay in New York, Matt in California, Night Stalker jumps in from time to time. Come say hi. Come meet these people. They, they're as amazing as they sound here on the on the, the show. That they're not. This is not a fake thing where we get together and concoct some like phony 
phony bunch of BS and tell you who we are and we're not. Uh, these, this is who we are. Come say hi. If you haven't met us yet, uh, troubledminds.org, click the Discord link and uh, come say hi. Come say hi in the chat room. All right, so uh, let's uh, let's finish. Let's do it. Uh, Daryl, you're you're hissing over there. You boiling oh, water. Sorry. You're good. I gotcha. I gotcha. You're good. Uh, please mute. Thank you. All right. Here's what we're going to do. I'm going to play this. I'll, I'll smash the button so you can hear this, Daryl, and uh, we'll do this. So as we finish. Weird, weird, awkward silence. Let's do that for just a second. Because I can. Weird, awkward silence. You know why, though? Because I fucking can. At some point, you got a track record. And if you fuck up, it doesn't matter. Check out the track record. <laughs> it's all good. All right, let's do it. All right, let's roll it. Let's roll it. I don't know, right? Like, uh, conventions are fun. Making your own rules are fun. You know what's also fun? Breaking your own rules. <laughs> Damn right. Here we go. As we do this, uh, this is how we roll. Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, 7 p.m. Pacific. If you want to, Pacific time, if you want to be part of the show, come find us. Troubledminds.org is the official website. Phone number's there, which is persistent, by the way. If you want to leave me a, uh, a voicemail, please do. Uh, we get people calling all the time, leaving uh, leaving interesting uh, tidbits. Uh, I'll, I'll cut up some of those and play them on the future shows because uh, as we so- sort of circle back with some of these themes, it makes sense to do. So uh, also join the Discord, please. Troubleminds.org. Click the Discord link. Come meet these amazing people. All these amazing people, like 90% plus of them, are already on the Discord. So come say hi. Forties is there. Jennifer's there. Again, like literally go up the line, and so many people that call into this show are already on the Discord. So just come say hi. Like I said, they're they're not any different than they seem here they call in they're brilliant people they're very kind very gracious and uh just have an open mind a troubled mind and uh come say hi definitely come say hi so that's what we're doing uh monday to do wednesday thursday 7 p.m pacific troubledminds.org uh as we finish if you want to help the show there's a few ways um number one you can sub up on patreon right uh, i got some more patreon content coming i'm working on some other things where i can do some short videos with some uh captions and stuff and make them more of like a short sort of like concise thing so i'm working on that we got some more stuff coming uh please uh you could also sub up to rockfin rockfin's amazing shout out to the rockfin fam out there i see you guys uh it's been it's been uh growing 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 on rockfin it's crazy it's crazy like uh we had forty four thousand followers on facebook 10 people would show up to to the stream it's like double triple that on rockfin with like 2200 subscribers i'm telling you facebook had it out for us that bullshit algorithm was screwing us so you know it's it's about the quality of your content and here we go here we go and hopefully that uh that's how we do this the quality of the content i'll keep i'll keep trying my best if you guys keep listening keep punching keep calling keep being part of this you can sub up on twitch also we have a monday and friday news show that happens at 3 p.m exclusively on twitch by the way it does go to the podcast feed after that but uh there we go there's the ways if you don't want to spend any money but you do love this show spread the word old school grassroots spreading the word helps jose tonight called said a, a mate of his a friend of his a family member turned him onto the show it works it still works we can beat the algorithms through grassroots word of mouth and 
As we finish, oh, one more thing. If you want to help the show another way, don't want to spend money, just go listen to the podcast feed. Matter of fact, I'm going to show you guys. We hit our milestone. Can you believe this? I can't even believe it myself. It seems absurd. It seems insane. There you go. I'm going to drop this up on the screen and I'll show you a full screen. Yeah, I can't fucking believe it myself. Have a look. Have a look. 200,000 downloads of Troubled Minds. 200,000 downloads of Troubled Minds. I can't believe it. Let's get the hell out of here. All right. So as we finish, it goes exactly like this. Be sure. Be strong. Be true. Thank you for listening. From our troubled minds to yours, have a great night. It's finally time to start firing up the grill. From city to shore, Acme is everything you need to prep for this summer season. Download the Acme app to shop for this season's essentials any way you want. Open the Acme app, clip your deals, then order your items online. An experienced Acme associate will carefully select your groceries, bag your order, and bring it right to your car or deliver right to your door. Download the app or visit acmemarkets.com for program details.